day is it? It's Tuesday. Show me the Money Club live Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. How's it going, Sergio? How you doing? It's going good, bro. After 82 episodes, we got our opening. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a little video. So we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we got to talk about ChatGBT, Sam Allman, what's going on there, uh, <laughs> Microsoft. No, just playing, just playing. Uh, no, we do have a very good show for you today. A lot of good stuff. Uh, let's talk about what we're going to be doing. Uh, we have uh, Will Coleman. He's the CEO of Alto. He'll be on in just a minute. Uh, then we're also going to be talking about is Uber shaving fares on reserve trips? Pretty much is the algorithm broken? We're going to be talking about why uh, we're talking about that and what the answer is there. Then we're going to be talking about Lyft. Are they copying Uber with Lyft's latest driver app improvements? Uh, we're going to be talking after that. Uh, Uber is going to extend the wait time for comfort. Then we're going to start a new little fun series that we hope you guys are going to enjoy. I know Sergio and I are getting a kick out of this one called Cash or Trash. And we're going to go through a bunch of different rides and we're going to see what you guys want to see, whether you'd accept or not. And we're going to talk about whether we accept them or not and why. Um, so that segment's going to be called Cash or Trash. Uh, and basically, it's going to help train your brain to figure out in 10 seconds whether that ride's going to be worth it for you or not to take. Uh, and then we're also going to talk about uh, the Seattle City Council and WDU uh, under uh, putting Lyft under investigation uh, again and some things there. Uh, we're going to be talking about driving Uber Lyft with a kid in your car, a uh, short that Harry did when he was in Dallas, uh, where there was a kid in the car. So we're going to be kind of talking about that, reacting to it, uh, and then getting your feedback as well. Uh, and then we got a lot of facts and funnies as well after that. So we got a jam-packed show for you today. Um, but we'd like to thank today's sponsor, Upside. Uh, so, that, uh, so Sergio, I don't know how much it is for gas for you, but I can't believe how much it costs. Yeah, I know, but I never pay uh, full price. I always get my discount with the free, again, free being the keyword, Upside app. And um, cash shows up in my account in 24 hours nice you actually get paid real cash when you buy gas with upside yeah well yeah real cash and in fact you know we're going to show you guys some screenshots from my personal ad so for all nice. the people who the upside is garbage i'm like no here they are <laughs> they, nice well you know, well, make sure you download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code RSG25 for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill up. Again, that's code RSG25. A quick disclaimer, cash back is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin, but you still can use the app. There are other cash back options, just not on the uh, gas side. Um, so when it comes to yeah, when it comes to the savings that you're getting, and I should have put my my screenshots on here too. Um, but yeah, if you want to talk about this, my this is my account. That's the last gas I bought. I think twenty four cents a gallon back, um, ten gallons or eleven gallons, whatever. It filled up my tank. And on the left side is the history. So far, I think forty five bucks or something like that, forty six bucks, whatever. And uh, I use it every time. And then I use it also for restaurants, grocery stores. I mean, look, it's something is better than nothing. And you know, anywhere nice. between 15 to 25 cents every time I buy gas. So there you go. Nice. Well, my, my savings is a little bit higher from you. <laughs> Mine's at about this. Uh, actually, hold on. Let me check my app real quick. Um, my total savings. But yeah, it's uh, in the $700 range. Whoa. Yeah, 
Holy shit. <laughs> so yeah, you can actually make some money cash back with this. Um, just saying. So again, link's going to be in the description below. Uh, check it out and use code RSG25 for 25 cents back on your first fill up. All right. So we have a guest today, the CEO of Alto. If you're not familiar with Alto, Alto is a ride sharing platform with an employee based model. Uh, so we have Will Coleman, CEO on. Will, thank you for coming on. How are you doing today? Hey guys, thanks for having me. Hey Will, how are you? Um, I mean, we've known each other for a while. I've written a couple of articles actually on RSG about Alto in the starting days of the company. And uh, look, we are here after a few years and uh, many things have changed, but one thing stays constant, right? And, and rideshare companies are still around. There's plenty of people, you know, millions of people are driving for them, but you figured out something that is quite different. But before we get into all the details, Introduce yourself and tell us what Alto is and what the company is about. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Um, thanks for, for joining Show Me the Money Club today. My name's Will Coleman. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Alto. Started Alto um, over five years ago now. So it's, it's, it has been a while, Sergio, that we've uh, gotten to know each other. Um, and Alto, as you mentioned, is, uh, is different uh, from the other apps out there because uh, we try to offer, Alto means elevated high or tall, uh, we call it elevated, and we're elevating the experience for both passengers and drivers. Uh, we do that by um, exerting a level of control that others can't. And we exert that control because we have W2 employees, no independent contractor drivers uh, that operate on our platform. That means that um, drivers can expect a safe, consistent, high quality experience to be part of a team uh, and, and our passengers can expect the same safety, consistency, and hospitality uh, as well, because they always know exactly what they're going to get. The same car uh, that we provide to the driver, we pay all the expenses, the, the lease, the insurance, the fuel, the maintenance. Drivers just need to show up and, and drive, provide great customer experience and great customer service, uh, but don't have to worry about all the other hassles of maintaining your own vehicle and running your own business. Yeah, so there is a massive difference, obviously, in the business model, right? Uh, Rideshare companies basically having a zero asset or very low asset business model versus yours, which is a vertically integrated business model. You own everything. The driver, like you said, has to just show up in their schedule and just drive, right? But uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, the onboarding process when it comes to drivers. I'm pretty sure you have a system set up that, you know, um, you know, you pick yourself the best drivers, probably, obviously, right? And let's, let's talk a little bit about that, about the onboarding processes. Yeah, onboarding uh, starts with um, an application. You can go to our website at drivealto.com and, and apply to drive. Uh, we operate in six, uh, five cities across the US, including Los Angeles, Dallas, Houston, Washington, DC, and Miami. Um, and there you can select your city. You can see the different uh, pay rates that we, that we offer. We offer both full-time and part-time employment. We're seeing a real uptick in uh, part-time drivers, people that are looking to just drive a couple hours a week, a couple shifts a week to earn some extra cash on top of an existing job that uh, you guys were just talking about upside, you know, prices are uh, going up everywhere. And so um, I think that's, that's a real opportunity that we're excited to create for drivers. Once you apply, um, we review your, your resume. And if you pass our resume screen, we invite you to an interview. Um, after our interview process, if you pass that, then um, we, we uh, bring you into our training. Uh, we do both virtual and in-person training. 
Um, and once you pass our training and, and do what we call a check ride, where you uh, drive along with one of our in-person trainers to confirm that you know how to operate the vehicle safely, know how to follow the Alto experience for drivers and passengers, um, then you're officially an Alto driver. That whole process takes just a couple of days, about three days in total. And you can be out on the, on the platform you know, in your first shift in um, the same week. Right. So um, I've seen a bunch of your cars, uh, you know, around LAX when I drive, obviously. Um, so um, for our audience, I mean, we, you know, we always try to introduce new ways of making money to our audience. Hence, we're called Show Me the Money Club. You know, um, there is a lot of uh, disconnect or there's a lot of um, discontent actually going on with the rideshare companies because of the pace. Right. Our, when we do our surveys, our number one complaint is pay. OK. And, and um, uh, so this them being employees, your, your uh, drivers versus independent contractors when it comes to Uber and Lyft um, is obviously a massive difference, right? So do you set the schedule for your drivers or do they have some flexibility in picking up schedule for themselves? Like, you know, because most of the people that do Uber and Lyft, they're doing it for the flexibility and the freedom. Yeah, we, we see, uh, we actually have multiple, we call them archetypes of drivers. You can select which kind of archetype you like to be. We have full-time drivers that really value consistency. They know that they want to work every morning at 3.30 a.m. and they want to know that that's their shift and, and they uh, want that week over week. And, and maybe they have another job that, you know, having that consistency is important for them. Uh, we also have a lot of drivers that just want that flexibility. They want to come in and, and pick up shifts, decide exactly when they're going to work or if they're going to work in any given week. Uh, we do require our drivers to work a minimum of a couple shifts a month just to stay in tune with our experience and, and up to speed. But um, about 50% of our drivers now uh, decide just to, we, we don't schedule them. They schedule themselves uh, by going in. We, we post the schedules. Um, and as you become more tenured, it operates a, a lot like a hotel or an airline. Um, as you become more tenured, you, you get access to schedules earlier and earlier. You get you know to select uh, your schedule first. Um, and so, uh, yeah, uh, we, we think that we, we want to appeal to both both ends of that equation, folks that are looking for that consistency and want to know that they've got a set schedule and those that, that um, maybe just want to uh, add on to, to an existing a college student, a stay-at-home mom, uh, anything like that. Yeah, and, and the, the thing is, I mean, I, I'm sure you know the numbers. Um, the average lifespan of a rideshare driver is about eight months or less, right? Because most of most drivers either burn out or they're in between jobs, closing, using, using rideshare as a stopgap, right? And, and um, in this day and age, I mean, I'm sure you look at your own numbers. What percent of your applicants are actually ex-rideshare or kind of rideshare drivers who are kind of pivoting to something that is, you know, more um, conducive to not only you know being flexible but making basically guaranteed money even if because you're you're they're your employees even if they're not driving yep. right they're getting paid a certain amount of money yeah um i mean it's 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 actually less and less of our of our employee base our driver base um our prior rideshare drivers now it's still um maybe 40 45 percent uh, which come to us because they, you know, have burned out on Uber, or they feel like, you know, they're they're uh, not being treated fairly, or or they, they really can't handle the inconsistency. It's funny; those are the drivers typically that are looking for more consistency, not more flexibility. They're typically drivers that are working near or or maybe even more than full time hours on the platforms today. They're 
you know, they, they see it as a, a real career and, and they love the customer service and being on the road and interacting with uh, passengers. Uh, we also uh, though see that, you know, more than half now come from other industries that, that exhibit more, more uh, employee-based uh, models, uh, everything from Amazon warehouse workers, uh, waiters and waitresses, uh, valets, customer service agents, um, we actually increasingly see uh, grocery employees, other, other businesses that have um, kind of cyclical or seasonal, even day of week seasonality in their business model. Maybe, you know, the grocery store is, is much more busy on a Saturday morning than it is on a Tuesday morning. Uh, and so their schedules complement ours and, and make it really easy for us to pair uh, and, and work well for somebody that's looking to you know, pair a couple of jobs together. Yeah. I, one thing I've noticed is that, um... You know, when I see your cars, your drivers are wearing alto gear. Obviously, you can't just show up with, uh, you know, flip flops and, and the t-shirt and shorts like most gig drivers use these days, or some anyway. Um, so they're wearing alto gear, alto hat, alto cap, right, baseball hat, and an alto polo, right. So that's obviously, you know, representative of the company brand, which I, because you, you know you're providing a higher level of service than the lower platforms like Uber X or, you know, regular standards. So where would you say your, your uh, service falls? Is it, I, I'm pretty sure it's not at the Uber black level, but maybe, you know, uh, it used to be like we used to have Lyft Lux in LA or in the yeah. country, which they got rid of. So where does, where does the service level um, fall as far as that's concerned? We think from a passenger perspective, it's a better experience than Uber Black even. Um, it's a more consistent experience. You always know exactly what you're going to get. It's not a black car. It's a white car. Uh, we actually think that's better too because black cars are kind of a bit pretentious these days. If you're a professional looking to show up to your client site, maybe arriving in a black Escalade isn't exactly the right look. Uh, but you might be looking for that kind of consistent quality, knowing exactly what you're going to get, a clean, safe, high-quality ride. Uh, so from that perspective, we really believe we can offer um, an excellent customer experience, and we do so at a price that's closer to an, a Lyft Lux, uh, Uber Select. It's about 30 to 40% less than an Uber Black. And we're able to do that because uh, we can drive higher utilization of our assets. Our drivers are active more, more often. Uh, we have slightly higher wait times because of that. Having a higher wait time allows us to turn over drivers and to net their next trip faster. Uh, and it means that we can have fewer drivers on the road to serve the same number of trips and therefore uh, get a lot of efficiency out of that. So we can operate at a higher profitability margin uh, while serving customers at a, at a lower price. Right. So um, that was the easy part. Now we got the tough part. <laughs> so um, obviously, look, our, our community is 99.9% .9 drivers. And, you know, again, not, not ask you, obviously, look, every city is going to be different probably, but to a little range level, you know, um, we can ask you, we would ask, I will ask you about the hourly rates. Obviously they're hourly employees uh, and some of them, which may be full-time, get healthcare benefits, 401k, things like that. But what, like, look, I'm in LA, right? I, I was at the LAX yesterday for six hours and, and uh, I think you said you're in LA at the moment. Um, so what is, what are the LA rates, let's say for, a new driver versus, let's say, with a tenure of a year or maybe two years, if you have such a place. How does it? How do you figure what to pay these people? Yeah, um, so our rates our rates do vary by uh, both city and uh, by time of day, day of week. Uh, we have a base rate, and then we also have what we call uh, prime pay, 
that have increasing uh, hourly rates for uh, more prime hours, both in, in the early mornings and the afternoons, rush hours, uh, certainly on the weekends. And we also have a program we call Pedal to the Metal, which is where we um, put out shifts that are uh, that, we, that we put increasing rates on. And when we expect big events of Taylor Swift's in town or things like that, because we know that drivers also have opportunities to earn more during those times on other platforms. Um, the, the rates really range, um, you know, in LA, I think our base rate is about $17. It can go up to over $30 an hour, depending on um, when you're working. Um, our average driver last month in LA earned just about $21 an hour. Uh, okay. You have to put that into perspective that that's um, all cash, you know, no expenses, um, no, you know, that's, uh, there's, there's nothing else to take out of that. And, and um, that's in addition to, that's the cash portion. We also, as you mentioned, have company sponsored healthcare, 401k plan, uh, workers compensation. Uh, we pay, you know, uh, half of uh, their taxes because uh, social security taxes and independent contractors, 12%, we pay, we pay half of that as an employer. So um, I think it's equivalent, you know, to um, earnings of, of 30, $35 an hour um, on an independent contractor basis. Yeah, who gets the healthcare benefits, 401ks and things like that? Is it by tenure or is it by obviously hours you put in, right? Yeah, there's uh, both. Um, you become eligible for a 401k plan after six months, um, and then you can the company matches up to 4% of uh, your contribution. Uh, the medical plans similarly uh, have uh, stair steps and, and at different tenures of six months and a year. Uh, they're federally regulated, so it's also based on the number of hours you work. If you're full-time, you qualify for different plans than if you're part-time. Um, we're in different, uh, we have to follow the kind of the ACA, the Affordable uh, Care Act, and, and, and uh, so there's certain regulations that we have to fit within, but um, we try to create, you know, opportunity and plans that, um, that are valuable to everybody. Even if you're a part-time driver, we have plans that cover urgent care and preventative health and uh, can care for your kids if uh, they need, you know, flu shots or uh, other kind of preventative medicine. Um, and then we have all the way up to, you know, major medical plans that would cover you in case of uh, a real, you know, emergency or, or uh, long-term prescriptions or other types of uh, things. Yeah. And, and uh, now the, as far as, you know, them being employees, right? Um, I mean, in this day and age, I call, let's say, because <laughs> we do a lot of delivery content as well these days on top of rideshare. And I call doing deliveries, last month deliveries specifically, is working for tips, basically, right? So I know what your opinion is about tipping. And, and, and um, look, I just, I'm lost when it comes to tipping because the tipping culture has changed so much that I'm there to pick up my Starbucks and I have to tip now. I'm like, I'm not sure how that's, <laughs> how that's been handled. You know, many articles I've been in about tipping, but um, I know this, and this was a fact. I don't know, maybe things have changed since I've last spoken to you, um, that uh, Alto does not allow tipping. Is that correct? That's right. We don't have tipping in our app, and uh, we discourage tipping from our passengers. As employees, we, again, really believe that it's our responsibility, not our passengers' responsibility, to uh, manage our employees, to create that consistent, high-quality experience. We believe that it's our responsibility to create competitive, compelling, and consistent compensation for our employees, and that tipping creates a lot of inconsistency, which is, uh, in, in uh, my opinion and our opinion, uh, really against 
the, the core values of our business. We want drivers to know how much money they're going to make based on the hours that they work. Uh, we don't want them to worry about, you know, am I getting an airport trip or not? And uh, we don't allow drivers to select, you know, as an employee, you, we, our systems, our algorithms choose uh, what trips you take, which when you reposition or, or position your vehicle, when you don't. Um, and so by adding in that kind of complexity, it really uh, changes drivers incentives. It makes maybe I want to go wait at the airport or not wait at the airport yep. or, you know, and, um, and we really don't want that to be a factor in, in our drivers, our employees decision-making. So we feel it's important that, um, again, it's our responsibility to ensure that they're getting paid fairly. And, um, we think we do that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, the tipping, as far as the rideshare drivers are concerned, have become quite a bit of their earnings actually due to the fares that, you know, what, the, what they're offering. You sense that you mentioned something about the algorithm, right? Obviously, you don't do your matching like these companies do with, they do 2.4 billion trips. Obviously, they have AI machine learning. They do the matching, you know, the way they see it fit. So how does your systems work? Is there actually a dispatcher um, with an earpiece at the driver's ear telling him where to go, what to do, or is there a computerized system? How does that work? It's uh, mostly computerized. We do have a dispatch team that works 24-7 in Dallas, our headquarters, uh, covering all of our markets. Uh, we think of them as driver support, somebody that is on the other end of an earpiece. If you have a problem and you need help, uh, there's someone available instantly to help you, uh, whether that's identifying or, or uh, checking on a passenger, if it's uh, a vehicle issue, a tech issue. Uh, we think that that's a big part of being you know, part of the team and, and having a support network uh, that can help you out on the road. We know it's really stressful out there. Uh, but the vast majority of, of uh, communication with our driver happens directly through our apps. Our algorithms uh, use machine learning and and uh, a, a, a forecast model based on uh, where we expect demand to occur and it's specifically where we expect that to occur in cities to um, position our drivers throughout cities to be best um, positioned to accept that future demand. Um, and then it also uses that to uh, match those trips to the drivers. In many ways, we see ourselves as, uh, we call it, it's a bit of an oxymoron, a human-driven autonomous fleet. Uh, our system's really built to think about, um, you know, as owning the cars and employing the drivers, we don't really need to gamify or, or create incentives for drivers to do different things. We're not showing drivers a heat map and asking them to decide where to drive. We're just giving them that information and and then they go and, and execute those tasks. And we think that that creates, a, again, a better experience for drivers, less mental overhead and stress, um, and uh, less cognitive load, which is already really high out on the street, it's safer if you don't have to be thinking about these things. Uh, but also, um, it's better for us because uh, you know we can we can orchestrate and uh, and ensure that everybody's acting in a um, in in kind of a cohesive way. Uh, and we think it's better you know for cities. It reduces congestion, uh, and it's better for passengers because it creates um, uh, the best mix of of wait times and. Um, and asset utilization for the company, which allows us to keep our prices where they are. Yeah, and um, if we can go back to tipping real quick. Okay, uh, I know there's it's it's discouraged actually to point to tip in the app. Obviously, there is no tipping option for the passenger. Um, what if like they really like the driver and the service he provided and offer him a cash tip? What happens in that case? Yeah, it's our policy that our drivers should ensure that they tell the customer that tipping isn't required. We do know that sometimes in, in extraordinary situations, people want to offer a gratuity and uh, obviously, you know, we won't stop that. Um, but uh, so I, I do expect that our drivers um, in certain situations do get uh, a little extra. Um, and, and we just don't want customers to feel that that's um, required in any way or the expectation. Um, 
And, okay. and yeah, I mean, it is, it is ultimately a service and even in a, a country club or, a, a, you know, a high-end hotel, sometimes, uh, you know, people decide to, to offer uh, a, an added gratuity and we think that's appropriate. Yeah, so I put up this question from our audience with chats flying. I can't really follow and talk to you at the same time, but this kind of caught my eye. Um, if you don't mind answering that question. Uh, it's on the screen. Okay, I did. I thought that was yeah. an ad, actually. So I'm reading. Uh, it. No, no, no. Uh, <clears throat> that is uh, no. That's not true anymore. We should probably check where that FAQ is. Um, uh, okay. We no longer require passengers or drivers to wear masks. Okay. Cool. So now you have your answer, wherever you were. Um, so we have a couple of minutes remaining. Um, look, for me, as far as I'm concerned, right? It's a, it's an alternative to doing rideshare, and and um, you know, not a not a day goes by that I get hundreds of emails now on these days with the growth of the show, obviously, that yeah, I'm not making enough money. I'm not making enough money. Well, you're in five cities, right? You mentioned these five cities, um, DC, Miami, uh, Houston, and Dallas, and Dallas LA. and LA. Yep. Right. Well, I, <laughs> I, and, and, and is there any growth plans like to, to uh, expand the services in different cities or how's that going? Yeah, we're really, we're really, uh, believe that the product is working it's working for drivers it's working for passengers it's working for us um it is a it is a business that requires uh pretty significant capital to expand uh, it's a difficult yeah. capital environment out there so we've been pretty yeah. cautious we aspire to be uh, in every city every major city across the us we won't be in in small cities it's a business that requires density and uh, and and scale within a city so we'll let um you know uber have the baton rouges and birmingham's of the world but uh, our goal is to be in several more cities in the next year. We're, we've got our eyes on Atlanta, Chicago, Boston, Seattle, Denver, uh, ultimately someday New York. Um, and uh, we believe that you know it's a it's a product that will be able to expand, be a really large um, opportunity for both drivers and passengers over the next several years. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> as you being a vertically integrated business model, I mean it is, it is difficult to finance all these things and. And be profitable, which I know that you are. You are a profitable entity at the moment. You know, um, you're raising next another round of financing. Um, you know, a lot of these, by the way, Ubers and Lyft, as we know, right? Depending on the on the on the driver, they want to go to EVs now, right? By 2030, we want to have the whole fleet of EVs. So I have three million drivers. How are you going to do that if the driver doesn't do it? Do you have any plans as far as doing that yourself, or are you going to continue with the ICE vehicles? Yeah, we, we believe that EV is the future and uh, it's better for everyone as well. It's uh, uh, but it's it, it actually today it doesn't make financial sense. It's a yeah. it's a really challenging world where uh, I mean, I, I, you guys probably do the math even more than I do. But I think even renting EVs from Hertz or others, it's a it's a really complex uh, equation for drivers. Clearly, uh, passengers aren't willing to pay significantly more for them. Um, and the TCO, the total cost of ownership, uh, is typically higher because the, the vehicle is more expensive. Uh, the depreciation is higher because prices of those vehicles have been falling, which means that um, even when you buy it new, it's uh, you have a risk that the newer ones are going to be less priced than, than yours. Uh, so you take on higher depreciation. Um, and if you're charging at home, uh, fuel can be relatively inexpensive. But if you don't have home charging and you decide to use public charging, especially DC fast charging, uh, cost per mile can actually be even in California. Uh, I, I was driving an EV. I was testing one in LA today. I stopped by an Electrify America station, paid sixty cents per kilowatt. Um, you know, that's I think on a per mile basis about equal to the the price of five five fifty dollar gas. Um, and so, uh, you know, the 
Hertz actually just announced that they're really taking a beating on on the EVs. Depreciation yeah, is hurting yeah. them. Uh, the the maintenance cost is higher, uh, and so we are aiming to do it. We want to do it, um, but we are only going to do it when um, when the TCO makes sense. And yeah. uh, and so uh, so um, we're working as, as far as yeah. you know, as you know, in our world, we have like actually two minutes now. But I'll let, I'll give you the floor in the last minute and a half. But um, obviously, your drivers are W2s. They're your employees. They're wearing your gear. They're representing your company. The cars actually have, you know, it's written Alto on it. I know there are a lot of Buick enclaves. Even the logo on the car has changed to an A, which is cool, kind of. Um, but, um, you know, we in this group, you know, like in the thousands that are going to watch this later, we we have a saying, right? In, we're independent contracts. We can decline all the trips we want until we're profitable for ourselves, right? So is there is the, your drivers will cannot decline a trip at all, right? You just kind of you keep driving. You basically you, you want to keep your utilization rate of your cars and your drivers as high as possible. You know, one to the next to the next to the next. The system will collect connect, but a driver other than maybe to have an emergency or something happening health wise, they cannot decline trips. Correct? They're just kind of in the car to drive. Yeah, that's right. I mean, for the most part, like you said, we have uh, off ramps for things like if you get a flat tire, you're in an accident, yeah. uh, you, you need a you need a bio break or a lunch break. Uh, so we create opportunities where we can break the stream uh, for for certain drivers at certain times uh, to make sure that that they remain uh, you know well rested, well fed, uh, and and can serve our customers well. But um, we don't offer yeah. You know, I mean, drivers it, it it doesn't really matter to them, right? Because again, they're getting paid no matter what they do. So uh, whether that trip is to move to another position or to go pick up a different customer, or we'd also do some deliveries. Uh, there's really there's really zero trade off for the driver, and and so there's no way for them to accept or decline. Okay, so here's your chance to speak to probably ten thousand drivers coming up within the next few days. Um, you know, um, to recruit some of our best. Maybe look, maybe they're sick and tired of doing what they're doing, and um, what better way than just drive still drive but then you have some uh, benefits you're not putting wear and tear on your car um there you go the floor is yours you have a minute <laughs> yeah well thanks again for having me i'm really great to be on the show um and i and yeah to all your viewers out there we think that alto is a great alternative a great opportunity uh again at the end of the day it's it's a lot about consistency uh and quality of that experience uh, it's not for everybody. I'll, I'll be open and honest about that. I mean, you, you probably, uh, many of, of your viewers, many of the people watching this video are, are probably some of the most um, uh, sharp and, you know, uh, um, dialed in uh, of the drivers on the platform. Um, and if you if you're if you're kind of perfect at it and and you like that flexibility, that pure flexibility, you really want to do it your way. Uh, your way is the best way. That's that's not the Alto way, um, and so you know you're going to be better off uh, st sticking as your own boss. But if you're looking for an environment that's really caring, inclusive, uh, consistent, and and you want to be a member of a team, you're kind of tired of working by yourself, being out there uh, all day, every day, all alone. Um, we think that we can offer uh, a competitive, compelling alternative, um, and and we'd love to have uh, more and more drivers on our platform. We have over 1,800 across the country, and so. Uh, we're hiring it literally every single day. Uh, so you can go to our website at drivealto.com and apply there. And um, we look forward to, to seeing you out on the road. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Much appreciated. We'll be in touch, obviously, with the updates. And yeah, there you go. Mr. Will Coleman, the CEO of Alto. Thanks again. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Great. Thanks, Will. See you guys soon. Bye-bye.
All right. So that is Alto. If you're interested, check out ridealto.com for more information. If you're in one of those cities, uh, if you're not in one of those cities, well, you're going to have to wait to see if they expand into that area. Um, but Sergio, we got quite a bit to talk about today uh, when it comes down to it. So you want to talk about uh, how Uber's algorithm is broken? Or do you have an idea? Because I'm the one who titled it today. Yeah, it's broken. Broken as it gets. Bro. Broken. Yeah, Uber. Uh, okay, we're not gonna keep. I'm gonna stop saying Uber is watching because by now everybody should know Uber is watching. Um, look, I'll, we we all we want to do is we want to alert the community to things that are happening. This may be happening to just one out of 100 drivers, but one out of 100 drivers, if you scale it to the six and a half million drivers they have, Chris, there's a lot, okay? So, and then one thing I figured yesterday, by the way, so I was at LAX for six hours. I literally, 100 people walked up to me and they recognized me and they said, Sergio, you're here. I gave him my card. He, you know, that's how you grow a community. Talk to them for five, 10 minutes each. And everybody's problem to them, right, is the world. To Uber, no, it's not the world because they're like, scale is massive. Am I gonna say they don't care to a point? Yeah, they don't care. Honestly, they don't care. You're just a pebble on the beach. And, but what we do or we care about is you bring it to us, we have their ear, and before it becomes a huge, huge, you know, neighborhood on fire, we try to stop these things because you're getting paid less. Now, we call it different names, shaving, this, this, that, that, and we prove it. I mean, these are screenshots of things that are happening. We are not putting these in Adobe Photoshop and creating problems for Uber, which we don't want to do. We actually want to solve problems. So with that said, we have something new that came to us from Chicago. And I'm like, why does these kind of thing always happen in favor of Uber, Chris? Why? Why is it always in favor of Uber? I don't know, but just to, to go back on a couple of things, we, we started with the algorithmic wage discrimination that we were talking about. Basically, we had two brothers who were sitting next to each other. Uh, basically, uh, one had a Tesla, one didn't, and just to see what they were getting when it came to the ride offers. They were wildly different. Then you did a, a thing at Curbivore in March uh, with a couple of drivers to see what was going on there when it came to the ride requests that were coming in. Sort of the same thing. I did the same thing in Chicago as well when I was there in May. Um, and we found the EV shaving at that point where EV drivers were not getting paid the full $1, but right around 80 cents or so on average for the most. We've seen shaving or uh, wage theft when it came to, you know, pretty much all aspects when it came to this algorithm. Whenever uh, it came to tipping, uh, that was a big thing. Uh, we saw tipping being decreasing the, uh, base fare after the ride was completed, when the ride went through, uh, if there was a tip added to that. We saw the base fare go down when it came to surge. So instead of being in addition to, it was crumbled in altogether um, and, and accumulated like a snowball. Um, so yeah, we've seen all of this type of different shaving all over. And that's that's kind of what we termed it and coined it. Uh, but when we're, oh, Sean, thanks. Appreciate that super chat. Uh, stay you, stop by, say hello. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, we have another one that you guys need to watch out for when it comes down to it. And this is something we talked about on the Lyft platform, but we didn't see it on the Uber platform until just now. So make sure when you are paying attention to your reservation rides, see what the ride offer is 
and then see what you get paid for it. Do they match? Because if they don't, that's going to be another issue that we're talking about. So this is where we're talking about the algorithm is going in its own system. And I don't know what coding they put in, but uh, I mean, some of these coders need to really look at what's going on with the code and fix it. Not something where it's going to change the base fare after the fact, or you accept the the rate at one rate, and then all of a sudden it's going to change later. Uh, Same thing with reservation. I mean, let's just face it. The algorithm is completely broken. You know what I call for? I call for going back to time and distance until you can figure this stuff out. And then if you want to roll this back out, you can. But this has got to be fixed. I mean, because the problem is, what if what if this is going on all over the place? And then how many times is this happening? Again, you said over six and a half million drivers that are out on the road right now. What happens if this is going on in just a fraction of them? 0.1%. I mean, you're still talking about 65,000 drivers. And if it's a couple of dollars here or there, that adds up over time. We talked about the the five and 10 cent uh, shaving when it came to, you know, dropping fares or something because of upfront fares and all of this different stuff. But Chris, but Chris, so I had many of these this week that I received, okay? Chicago, Mm -hmm. you know, different cities, right? So some of them could be talked about because the trip may have gone one tenth of a mile less and Uber Algo goes, oh, I'm going to you know, shave it, you know, a few dollars here, a few cents here, right? So I I literally like went through a whole bunch and I found one that Uber cannot say anything about this at all, like nothing, okay? Look at the time and distance on the reservation screen, 18.9 oh, yeah. miles and 23 minutes, Okay. Which is and damn spot on for the actual. The actual, yeah, look at that. literally, like, <laughs> I'm going like, okay. So the, the, the trip one that came in, the, the driver accepted this contract, Uber, at 38.18, period. Okay. Now, if this trip had gone maybe half a mile short, we know what happens when it goes over. They don't adjust. But when it goes short, they pound it, right? I go like, I mm-hmm. got to find one that is identical to the final product. And there it is. 18.94 miles and 23 minutes and 30 seconds. I mean, could we get any closer to the no, free I think that's, and after? That's spot on when it comes to the estimation. Yeah, right? <laughs> so what happened to the dollar eighty? I don't know. When Uber? in somebody's pocket. Hello? What's up? Right? Okay. So to us, this is another problem. I mean, we talk about shaving this, doing this, shaving that, this, that, 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 that. This is happening on, this has been going on on Lyft. We, when I talk to David Richard, I go, hey, man, look, schedule, you know, is showing up at one price. And when the trip is concluded or when the ping is coming in, it's less. It's pure bait and switch. We are, look, mm-hmm. on the channel, we are based on numbers, facts. We don't do innuendo. We don't do hearsay. We don't do this. We don't do that. This is fact. Math don't lie right here. If this trip had been half a mile shorter, I wouldn't put it up saying that algorithm maybe decided that half a mile is $1.80 less for the drive. Well, then in this case, there is no coming back to this, Uber. This is this is blatant, I don't know, thievery. Because I am as an independent contractor, I am accepting a contract from you at 3818. Even if the trip goes a little shorter, you still shouldn't be messing up with that. But let's say you have the 
choice or right to or whatever it is, or your algo is written that way. But when it's identical, the end product or result is identical to what my initial contract is because I accepted this as 3818. Mm -hmm. Why am I getting paid dollar eighty less? And then at your scale, Uber, at your scale, two point four four billion chips. Okay, this is just one. How many are there? I don't know, because I'm not privy to that information. You have the number. You have the data, Uber. And I just don't want to see this because this driver now is going to go to your support black hole. And try to get his dollar eighty back in about forty-five minutes of garbage chatting. This is not necessary. If you show me upfront thirty-eight eighteen, pay me thirty-eight eighteen, none of this will be here. We wouldn't be even be talking about this. So yep. this is the problem we're trying to fix. And every single week there is an additional problem. Is it your algo that's broken? Is it intentionally this way? It, because there cannot be these many glitches in a high tech company or IT company or whatever you guys call yourselves. Well, this you know what, here, here's, I, I'm going to, I'm going to push back on that a little bit. You know, if you're writing an algorithm and you're doing it at scale for 2.4 billion trips or 2.44 billion trips, and you're trying to get it to, to accommodate for 70 plus different, uh, different things on why the fare is the way it is. Uh, besides like the time and distance, which factor they say the majority of it, but then there's all these other little factors that go into it. I mean, what what if it was the algorithm that's that's at fault and all these coders are trying to to do it one way and you know it's it's breaking it with inside. Um, so that that's why I say I think it's broken and I think that they need to to scrap it right now. Kind of like how they had to scrap all of Cruise, which we're going to talk about later. But <laughs> Um, like, like, I mean, go back to time and distance, give us the, the upfront information, give us the estimate. So let's say you have the estimate for the, the pickup and the drop off. Give us that based on time and distance as an estimate. It doesn't have to be the actual, but at least we can see, let us know where the, where it is. Go back to time and distance. We're good there. Fix what you need to fix here because it's going to it'll solve all these problems because you're going to know that you're getting that extra dollar because again, your time and distance rates are right there. You get that extra dollar for your EV. You're getting your added mo money for your surge. You're getting your added money for your uh, your streak bonuses and all of those things. You're getting the actual what you agreed upon when it comes to reservation rent. It eliminates all of that crap. But we don't have to worry about it then. And then that way you can take your 33,000 coders and, you know, have them do something a little bit different. I don't know why you need well, that many still, but. Yeah, but there was a comment. So I think it was Kevin Bishop. He said, I put it up. He said, I always get paid a dollar more. Great. Please, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com, send me that because we're not going to just put up the negative. We're also going to put the positive because he's kind of assuming that because he shows up early, the system is made, geared up for you to show up early because they make you turn your app on 40 minutes or 30 minutes before the reservation time anyway. So I don't think that mm -hmm. has anything to do with you showing up early or a minute before the reservation or 40 minutes and wait there for nothing, for no reason whatsoever. So, but send it to me, Sergio at the rightshareguy.com. We'll put that up. You said every one of your trips, you get paid dollar two or more. Great. I haven't seen it, but if, if there is one that exists, Sergio at the rightshareguy.com, send it to me. And so this is another problem. And again, you know, every you know, nitpicking this and that, this is not nitpicking because at their scale, $2 is a lot of money if you extrapolate that into 2.44 2 billion trips. 
because we don't know how many it's happening on. I'm assuming it's happening on many. Uh, if it's happening to one, it's happening to many. And and Chris is 100% right. With this upfront, anything is on the table. Anything is on the table, okay? Search shaving, bush shaving, quest shaving, EV shaving, whatever shaving you want to call it, because it's easily done. Because we don't know. The, this, the, the algorithm is so opaque, we don't know what goes in it. I don't know how many people at Uber know what goes in it, honest, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Because boom, there's a price. I'm like, why did you base that on? I'm not even sure. You know, for, I don't know, centuries, transportation is based on distance and time. Nothing more, nothing less. What is this based on? I have no idea. But, you know, let us know. Send me your email. Sergio at the right share guy time. Good or bad. It doesn't have to be bad. Send me something good. We'll put up the good as well. So uh, I see a comment here. I'm going to highlight it in a second. I, I want your reaction to this. <laughs> so it says problem is that you guys are only talking about it and doing nothing about it. Last I checked, <laughs> we can't do anything about it except for bring it to people's attention so then they can know what's going on. And yeah, yes, there has been things that have been taken care of that has yeah. been going on in Uber when we have come forward and brought this evidence forward that they have changed things. So I don't for know what you're talking time, about, but I mean, look, for the uninformed, right? Uh, what goes in the background is none of their business and they don't know and they don't need to know. But Michael, if you don't think we don't do anything about it and your only conclusion is that, that we are going to go on strike and we got to do this and we got to do that, you're 100% mistaken. Number one. Number two, um, maybe you should check the history of what we've done. And, and in fact, last Monday when Uber announced, um, you know, all these changes. Yes, a lot of people said it doesn't pay me more. Yeah, it doesn't pay you more, but you got to be patient. And, you know, a lot of those things is because it was a lot of our community suggestions, right? From un uh, unjust deactivation to, um, you know, rider IDs, checks, and, and you know, I mean, look, these, these are good things that are happening. You can't just be stuck in the, you know, century ago and say, what are you doing about it? I mean, we got drivers, I don't know, hundreds of millions of dollars in California in April. Um, you know, I'd like to see one other channel that's doing as much as we're doing, analyzing, informing, making sure drivers figure out what their rights are. Because once we do voice it here, things are being done. Things are being fixed. Like this problem, I expect it to be fixed probably within a couple of weeks at Uber. So, but, uh, you know, uh, everybody's opinion is welcome here. So we'll take it the way it is. All right, so you, you sent me a couple of these screenshots um, and yeah, put it in with this topic. This has been going on. This is like I literally sent a package to Uber yesterday saying, don't do this because this is what Lyft does, right? This is pretty simple. I love my drivers. Now, when they send me screenshots, they just make it super easy for me. Okay, so his schedule, this has been going on in Lyft. In fact, two months ago when I interviewed or a month and a half ago, I interviewed David Richard. I said, David Richard, this is happening. This needs to end. Right, you guys are shaving constantly on these scheduled trips. He goes, yeah, 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 we'll fix it. I don't know if it's fixed because I got this yesterday. I don't think it's fixed. So the the estimate on the upfront was fourteen thirty six. This guy was in a four dollar and fifty cent boot, uh, bonus on or surge in in Lyft's case bonus, and then he finished the trip and uh, well fourteen thirty six plus four fifty is eighteen eighty six. That's my math. I'm pretty good at adding because. Since Upfront came around, I've become terrific at PEMDAS now, Chris. My math has improved so much now, you know, in about 10 seconds. And where is the 80 cents? What happened? 
Actually, actually, I think I think it's a little different because it looks like the ride request came in at seventeen eighty eight with a four dollar fifty bonus. So wouldn't he, have, wouldn't he? Shouldn't he have gotten paid seventeen eighty eight instead of fourteen thirty six? Well, no. I, I no, what I the way I look at it is that look, there was a scheduled trip. He was in a he was in a boost uh, bonus zone. You just gotta add those up. Let's just add the scheduled trip and the bonus zone uh, number up. It's eighteen dollars and eighty six cents. And the trip, including the bonus, which I understand, came in at seventeen eighty six or eighty eight. Well, it shouldn't have. Should have. This should have paid uh, or come in at eighteen eighty six. Period. There is no extended buts. Math is simple. You add the two up. And then when the, when the trip came in, again, if you look at the, by the way, if you look at the time and distance, Chris, right, 6.3 miles on the scheduled trip screen and, you know, the time and distance identical. You see what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. So nothing changed. It wasn't short. It wasn't long. Why did this guy get the offer at 80 cents less than what it should have gotten it? So I told Uber, I yeah, go, this is what Lyft is doing. Don't do it. Don't yeah, do but, this. but again, again, the ride request on the right is what came in before when he accepted it at 1788, but he only got paid 1436. Yeah, which included the 450 surge, which is he's entitled to because of the, he's in the 450 bonus. So. Oh, okay. No, okay. okay yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm looking at it wrong. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So this is, I, I, this is exactly what I told you. I go, don't do this. And then I said, you know, this is what Lyft is doing. So don't do this. Right. Literally, that's what I said. Send mm -hmm. to Uber, and let's see what they do. Yeah. yeah. So um, again, just make sure you're paying attention with all this stuff because it can happen. And if it happens to you, it's probably going to piss you off because a few dollars here, a few dollars there may not seem like a lot, but over time, it can add up. And you know, when it came to the EV shaving, how many people yeah. got how much money back? If you were one of those people that got any money back because of the EV shaving problems. Um, and you got your reimbursement. I mean, how much did you make? That That's all money that you should have had already to begin with. Yeah, it's nice that it made it back to your pocket. But what about all these ones that come in when it comes to, you know, the reservation shaving, when it comes to the surge being jumbled in with the actual price, lowering the base fare? We've seen 50 cent base fare, 75 cent base fare. Um, I mean, we've seen negative base fares on Uber Eats orders and things like that. So these types of things really need to be looked at and handled properly and a lot better when it comes down yeah. to it. Yeah, I agree. Um, so on the next one. All right. So our next topic we got, we're going to be talking about Lyft copying Uber. So last week we made the announcements that Uber was making changes uh, based from their announcements where Sergio was able to go in and view the announcement being made. Uh, but we didn't expect it to be this quick that Lyft would make all of these changes as well, too. So I don't know about that, but <laughs> what's going on there, Sergio? What do you think? Uh, from my app, yeah, this is, this is. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure Lyft is going to copy pretty much what Uber did on Monday, last Monday, which is great. I mean, you know, all those changes to me were positive. And then, sure enough, they showed up in my Lyft app, and uh, Uber had this, the, and the part of the announcement was that you can update the drivers around you for road blockages because their AI or AI matching systems or did not pick up on the traffic. And um, there you go. This was in my app. It says get real time alerts. Well, that's what Uber announced last Monday. So Lyft is following in the footsteps. Uh, you know, adding this to the system. Good. Um, now the only way you're going to get this, the alerts, is if you use Lyft Maps. I always use Google Maps because I still don't like Lyft's in-house navigation. 
I use Ubers in-house navigation, but I don't use Lyft yet because I don't think it's as sophisticated as, um, you know, as uh, it is. Um, this is the first time I saw it in my app in LA. I'm in LA, so, you know, this, they may have been testing this in other places, obviously. But, uh, yeah, there is part of the change, you know, copying Uber in a good way in this case. And hopefully they will follow with unjust deactivation protections with blood test results paid by the company with seniority taken in consideration when it comes to unjust deactivations with id checks for passengers you know many many things that uh, hopefully lyft will fall in line before david richard comes back on again in about four months yeah i, th I think it's good but for me personally i still use Waze because you're not getting just the drivers that are driving on the Lyft platform or, or the Uber platform. You're getting all the drivers who are driving around and putting things on on there. So you get a lot more data, in my opinion, when it comes down to it. And you, it, it's weird because I'll use Lyft and then I'll use Waze navigation with Lyft. But on yeah. Uber, I use Uber's navigation and have yeah. Waze on in the background. And yeah. then that way, like if there's a cop ahead, a deer ahead or anything, you know, that's ahead when it comes to the, the route, it still alerts you in the background. So you can have ways open and it'll still let you know what's going on, even though you might be like using the Uber platform uh, for the maps. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So uh, yeah, it's a good change and hopefully more to come. I, I don't know what's coming or not from Lyft, but hopefully they'll do exactly what Uber did. And, and not only that, but improve on it as opposed to, you know, whatever they did, you know, competition in a good way is a good thing for the driver as opposed to bad. And and we'll see. We'll see what comes up. Yep, absolutely. So, I think we're gonna have to give away some money, Sergio. What do you think? Yeah, let's go. I haven't All gotten right, so zero wanna... from Lyft and Uber last three weeks. Ooh, I got a good one from Lyft. So I'm, yeah. I'm definitely doing that one this week because of uh, tomorrow night. Uh, speaking of holiday night, uh, stay tuned for that. We'll talk about some tips there. When it comes to driving on Wednesday night, which is one of the busiest car nights of the year. So if you enjoy going out and driving at night, uh, if you draw enjoy driving the airport, uh, this is going to probably be a great couple of days for you. Uh, the next one will be around the Christmas time as the holidays get closer. Um, but we'll give you a couple of tips later uh, near the thing. So uh, just enter hashtag money in the live chat for your chance to win $25. And you, we'll get to that in just a minute. So uh, our next okay, topic. What's up? Well, thank you, Steve. Steve, thank you. Um, uh, okay, so everybody, uh, do me a favor. Say congrats to Steve, Raiche Rodeo. He did his 300th podcast yesterday. 300. Oh, nice. That's dedication. We're, we're, we're a little behind. We're a little behind oh. at 82. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> We're 218 behind. But, you know, yeah. congrats to Steve. You know, he's dedicated to the community and he does really good work. And um, so soul hashtag money you got to put the hashtag first yeah hashtag money just that just as it is right here type it in exactly like that and you can be yeah. entered yeah and we'll give it up we're, we're, we're generous free money by the way so don't complain anybody saying oh this is not real money or something <laughs> you'll go go ahead i guess it's, it's money uh. <laughs> <laughs> well it's more it's more bonus than uber and lyft is showing you right serge <laughs> yeah i i swear to god bro it was yesterday's step chart. you know what happened they showed me the money for like three weeks i took their money and then everybody said oh they bought you out because blah 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 whatever 
And then uh, I guess I guess let's listen to you people. They're not showing me any money at all. <laughs> it's the broken algorithm. I'm telling you, the algorithms yeah, on both that. Uber and Lyft are broken and need Bro to be fixed. Broken. Get rid of get up get rid of upfront fares. Do what I said. That that's a perfect thing. All right, yeah. so. <laughs> let's move on let's talk about uber extending the wait time on comfort trips because uh i don't know about you but 10 minutes is quite a bit okay so two weeks ago i think it was three weeks ago maybe i lose track of time we do so many things these days that uh uber uh, extended the wait time to seven minutes from five for mm -hmm. cancellations on uber x and we put the video out. That video was on fire. I don't think there was one single comment that, uh, thank you, thank you, Brandon. Um, there was one single comment that liked that change. And now on comfort, you guys are going, I have comfort, I have X. I don't like seven to five, five to seven. Now on comfort, we're going from seven to 10. Bro, as a passenger, if you're not ready to get your ass in the car when I get there, I ain't going to wait 10 minutes. Nothing. Not going to happen. Zero. Zero chance. What do you guys think? You guys like this one? It's 10 minutes now, Chris? Bro, that's like, that's crazy. what is that? Okay, look, there is six, 10 minutes in an hour. Okay? You know what this is going to do to them, right? Because if a passenger makes me 10 minutes, their active hour earnings are going to go down now because this is part of the active hour. You know what I mean? Well, you know, hey, in New York State where I'm at, it's it's 26 per active hour. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it well, hasn't start, it yeah, hasn't kicked yeah, in yet. Exactly, but. Yeah, but that, that just, just one. There's 50 other states. In California, mine might like yep. 22. But Look, first, first of all, First of all, when it, when it came down, when Uber first started, it was saying order the order the ride when you're ready, because your driver will be less than five minutes away, on average. Like that was the goal from the get go. They have somebody out ready to go. I mean, you know how will that work? It's the same thing you. as shared rides. You want to make sure that you have somebody there in two minutes, and basically, it just comes down to order the ride when you're ready. Don't order the ride and then have 12 different things that you got to get done because this extension is only going to piss drivers off more and it's going to make riders not actually order the ride until they feel like ordering the ride when they still have some more things to do. They just want to have the car out front waiting for them when they're finally done with whatever they have to do in order to get that ride. Okay. This, this 10 minutes, right? I get it. You know, they're bent over backwards for the golden goose that lays the golden egg. Okay, I get that. But how about this? Instead of playing this kind of game with the driver, okay, again, on the rider side, how about you incentivize the rider to be ready? Okay, how about you say dollar off your trip if you're ready to go when the driver shows yep. up? Yeah, within that two-minute window. So then the wait time doesn't even have to worry about it. Exactly, because there is not a freaking chance on the planet. I'm waiting, double parked, potentially, in L.A. I mean, parking is horrible. I'm going to be parked for 10 minutes because I'm making on comfort, let's say, 8% more than UberX. This is, see, these changes that you guys instituted at Uber, 5 to 7, 7 to 10. Time is money. I I am not your employee like Alto. If I was like that, getting paid, 
without doing anything, I don't care. I park it and wait. Yeah, that's this fine. Is, this is this is not going to work. This is all going to create more animosity between the driver and the passenger. Imagine, imagine, Chris, nine and a half minutes in, somebody walks out of their house. Do you think that driver is going to be like in a good mood that after nine and a no. half minutes you showed up? No, I think for the, I think the, the, the driver will be a little upset. Yeah. You know, I'm like, no, I don't like this Uber at all. No. Right. Okay. Because if comfort was paying, like, okay, so you increase from seven to 10, that's about 50% increase in wait time for free. Now, I know comfort pays, I think comfort pays 28 minutes, 28 cents a minute or 42 cents a minute for wait time after two minutes. Okay. Not bad. Fine. But the inconvenience of waiting for 10 minutes and, and, and then what if, what if after eight minutes somebody cancels, you're going to get a lousy $3.75 or whatever this cancellation fee. These things are just not creating goodwill. You know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, man, I have no... Well, here, here's a question. Way. Here's a question. At what... Do you, first, actually, I have two questions. It's two-part. Uh, do you rate your passenger lower if they make you wait longer for the pickup to get them? And how long until you, how long until the time is where you're like, okay, now they're getting at least one star lower, two stars lower, whatever it might be. I don't, I, I can't figure all that out. But if you make me wait the full seven minutes and show up in six minutes and 48 seconds, right? Right. When my finger is ready to go. Like you can cancel, but you're not going to get paid the cancellation fee. No, no. I'm saying after the two minutes, right? If I cancel after the seven then i get the cancellation but what i'm saying yeah. is that because if i'm at like 648 and i'm ready to cancel i'm waiting another 12 seconds to get my cancellation fee right and if you show up at 648 650 right at the cusp of me canceling on you you will get a four star automatically automatic four stars one star off just for you to make me wait and i don't give a rat's ass you like it or you don't like it and i'm gonna do the same thing on comfort first of all since chris the the um time for waiting on X and comfort now has gone up, I'm not even going to mess with it. I'm going to wait my two minutes. If the clock is up, boom, I'm gone. Especially if I'm working in a surge area, if I know there's mm -hmm. many other fish to fry in the ocean, I ain't waiting for you. Why am I waiting yeah. for you for? Yeah, and, and that's that's the other thing too. You also got to weigh the opportunity cost when yeah. it comes down to it. I'm so you got you to look at how much oh. you're going to sit there and, and make for... You know how 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 much ever long it may take for that passenger to actually come out versus you getting another ride and taking it. So um, I mean, yeah, you could cancel it without getting paid, but uh, I mean, again, it's going to come down to the opportunity cost. So will which one will outweigh the other? Um, so it, it's just a couple of things to think about, especially on the busy nights when it's not so busy or something like that. Let's say Monday night, uh, not much is going on, or Tuesday night, maybe you're just chilling, listening to us or something. Uh, well, may, maybe the 10 minute might not be such a bad idea if there's nothing going on, um, or seven minute, it just depends. Still the best thing to do though, when you're on the way to pick up a passenger, when you're a couple of minutes out, send them a text, say, Hey, I'm going to be there in a certain amount of time. If they say anything, if it's busy and you know, it's going to be crazy or something, um, things are going on like a, a weekend night or tomorrow night. Um, and they say, Hey, I'm going to be a few minutes extra or something like that. Just at that moment, just cancel. Because don't even go go to the pickup. Just cancel at that point. Um, yeah, you're, you're, the code is "I'll be right out." See you. Yeah. You're going with somebody else. What is this guy saying? 
have no idea what Sergio, we can't enter the contest call without triggering message to Tristan. I have no idea what What? Yeah. We can't enter the... Uh, it's just hashtag Sergio. Or, I mean, hashtag money. Hashtag money. <laughs> hashtag money, bro. Anyway, I don't know. There's a joke. Was there a joke? Penetrator? I don't know. Well, anyway, so uh, what did the Brandon say? Um, the $20 chat super chat what did he say he was complaining about something he's part of the cdu he says over black in uh, chicago is dead comfort drivers are making more than black drivers now uh fleet owners are pissed and refuse to swap out their trucks for tesla models y's i'm going back to model y in this okay cool all right um actually i'm make gonna sure it's do... black, make sure it's a black model y and then that way you can get on yeah. black as well as comfort well, I'm going to do an interview with that gentleman you guys had on with Gabe. You know, the EV EV money, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, he painted he, his car black. Yeah, he wrapped his car black, and he got approved on the Lyft Black platform. Hell, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so you got to yeah, analyze yeah. the cost, but it may be worth it. So. Yeah. Um, how long until you, you interview him? You're going to give him a little bit of time uh, between so probably get those like numbers? Within the next week. Within the next week. And then you schedule okay. it when you yeah, find find out those numbers definitely when you're talking oh, yeah. to them. I think we're gonna have them back on uh, EV money, uh, not maybe not in December, but maybe in January, February or something, just to see how how the cost versus offset oh, is yeah. when it comes to to it. So all the people who are driving Lux, if your car is able to qualify for black, but your car isn't black, you could potentially always wrap it. We talked about yeah. that on the show a couple of weeks ago here, um, and we had a driver actually who did okay. it who was on uh, EV money who who decided to wrap their car black and now they're able to be on the black platform okay so let's assume it's four thousand for a wrap right cheap dude right if you do over black, uh, black maybe i mean i i don't think it's going to be that much okay but let's say it is right that's you're going to get that money out of over black probably in the first hundred trips right and and then your car is going to be protected when you take the wrap off it's going to be a new a brand new right and uber black is going to pay you or Lux Black, they call it now. They call it Black. Sorry, not over Black. Um, this is all about Lux, by the way. Uh, Lift Lux. Yep. And, uh, you know, you're going to uh, recoup that investment in probably less than a couple of months. And then the rest is yours. I think it's a pretty decent exchange. Because we had a problem with, well, we'll talk to this driver and then we'll put that up. I think this this will be good investment for a lot of people who are doing Lux with their Teslas or whatever not. And they just fell by the wayside because Lyft changed uh, the Lux uh, situation. So stay tuned. We'll we'll give you guys information on that. Yep. All right. So let's uh, let's do this giveaway now. Let's see who's going to get some money. Give me okay. one second. Begrudgingly, I'm going to send you the money, people. So you guys Because <laughs> I'm running low on funds because I'm being treated like worse than a stepchild okay. for the past month. <laughs> what it is, what it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Let's see who's our winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Geo, congratulations, Geo. You are the winner. Twenty-five dollars. Oh, Gio. the guy that complains nonstop. Shit, bro. <laughs> no, he's he hasn't been complaining nonstop. He said a couple of a couple of good things earlier. I saw. Oh, so. <laughs> But anyway, Gio. congratulations, Gio. You know, it's a joke, Gio. It's a joke. Take a fucking joke. Anyway, um, email me, Sergio at the right guy.com. Otherwise, within the next 24 hours, otherwise, no money. Um, you know, 
There you go. <laughs> LOL. Yeah, you betcha. <laughs> um, see, people oh, complain, we give him money. People love us, we give him money. People hate us, we give him money. That's what we do. We encourage you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here, here's here's a a little fun game that we're gonna play called Cash or Trash. So for everybody watching right now, uh, make sure you get your keyboard available. Uh, we want yeah, to know what you would do. So we're going to play the Uber game. Let's pretend you're online and a ride request is coming in. You get 10 seconds to look at it and then I'm going to pull it off. So I'm going to put it on the screen for 10 seconds. I'm going to pull it off. And then I want you to put in the chat one, if you're going to accept it two if you would deny it. And then the reason why, um, no, the reason why to. is going to be too long, buddy. Just one or two. Okay. Okay. One yeah. or two. And then okay, we'll, get, we'll give our okay, thoughts we'll on it. We're trying this the first time. We're trying to include everybody here. This is called, it's a game. We're playing a game. These are all my pings from LA. Doesn't matter where it is from. You, you, you guys want me to do the trip radar? Are we doing the trip radar one as a uh, as a test so everybody can kind of kind of get used to this real quick? Okay, let's do the trip radar one as a test. Okay, so there's two. We're going to do the top one first. Okay. Uh, look at that one. It's going to be 10 seconds. Uh, let us know one if you'd accept, two if you'd deny. Or, or you should put, she already put two. Bro, you didn't even see the thing, bro. Okay, here you go. 10 seconds you guys have. All right, that was 10 seconds right there. Okay. I gotta, I like you know what I want to do? I, I'm going to get a little thing that I can just play play the uh, the Uber sound. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it on here. Um, so when we put this up, if, if this is something that you guys enjoy and like, um, we're keep doing it. and then we're going to, um, we'll keep it on. We can put that up, that audio. So, okay. This is other thing is this is good mental math. Those, a lot of people ask me on emails, how do I decline? How do I like figure out what to decline, where to look? So this is also good, good exercise. Okay. The first one turned into a cluster F because I don't know what's going on now, but there, there's a lot of ones thing, and a, there, there's a few ones and there's more twos. I would say probably about 33% would uh, okay. take it. And then about 66 okay. would say no. This was shit radar. So it's okay. This was good exercise. So we're going to put up one now. That's a, a ping that I got last Monday when I was at Uber's well, offices. It was surging. And these are all on. my requests. So. All right. Hold on. Hold on. We, we got to go back to it. So this is the ride. So again, $20.22 uh, with a $2.75 surge included. It was 0.4 miles or three minutes away for a 30 minute, five minute trip at 20.6 miles. So the question is, is this good or is this not? Sergio, what would you do on this ride? No, and no, no. Okay, why? Okay, number one, uh, it's taking me, it's, it's not the trip itself. I mean, a trip itself, 38 minutes, 20 bucks, it will probably end there. I'll catch something to make 30 bucks in that hour. However, it is taking me to an area called Carson where there aren't as plentiful search ships as it will be. So I'm playing the chess versus checkers. I am looking at all this data saying where I'm going is more important than the trip itself. It will be no on the first one. Yep. And so the second one, one is automatic no, because it's 20 minutes for nine bucks. I'm not going to waste my time on that one. I'd rather do a shorter one, um, maybe like 15 minutes for 10 bucks, which are plentiful at morning rush hour in LA. So, um that's my criteria for these two anyway but for the other two things yep. okay. well so at face value uh i mean 
they're actually not bad rides. The, f- the first one is wow. almost a dollar a mile from, from where you are to, to the yes. actual drop off. And yes. then the, the next one, the one below that is almost $2 a mile when it comes to, yeah, uh, uh, to drop off. Yeah, the thing know, is I, though, well, yeah. th- again, I'm, I'm talking about a face value. I'm not talking yeah. about the area you're driving in. Um, yeah. So, so. Th- this is the first part of looking at a, a thing. The All second right. part is looking at the area. So yes, what, what Sergio was talking about, an area that's going to take you to Carson where it's not going to be as busy. That's where you're knowing your market. So the, one of the things you want to look at is also the end destination where you're going to end up. Is it somewhere where you want to be or is it somewhere that you don't really want to be or it's not busy or it's going to be out of your way where you're going to have to deadhead or something like that? Um, so that's going to go play into the decision as well, too. Same thing with the second one. Um, you know, maybe the time wise, what it comes down to it, LA is a different beast than many other areas in the country. So, you know, your four mile, your 4.3 mile trip from the point where you are to the actual drop off, you know, for me, that might be seven minutes. So for me, I would take it if it was in my area. But again, this is, this is where I'm going with the, the, the face value because not everybody is in LA or knows the areas. So we're looking a lot of it at face value too. You are 100% correct. I have to start thinking like that. I, I always think because everybody's in LA. No, nobody's in LA. I'm going to think from all the next 10 screenshots, I'm going to think I'm not in LA. I'm just going to think basics, fundamentals, nothing more, nothing yep. less, right? To go, yeah. Let, let's, get, be, let's get everybody on the fundamentals first. And then after their their, their brain is you know snapping with it, that's when you can start looking at the, the second level. Um, I agree. I agree. Okay, so here comes the real test now. Okay, so what are we doing? Cash or trash they're going to put, or they're going to put one or two? Um, You know what? E- either or. If you want to put cash to accept, put cash. Okay, if you want to put tra- accept, cash, cash and trash, if you want to do one and two, either works. So okay, you let so. us know. Okay. So the next one we're going to put up, Ready? we're going to put up for 10 seconds, and then uh, we're going to pull it off. Let us know what you guys think. All right, here we go. Not two, cash or trash. Let's go. Done. That was your 10 seconds. That's it. That was an actual ping. Trash, cash. Oh, I got I got to get the sound. I got to get the Uber sound. I have it somewhere on my computer. Get, get, get them all panicked now that they're doing a trap. Trash. Okay. T. Okay, good. Um, C for cash, T for trash, if you guys cannot type. Oh. Okay. Why would okay? We need to we need to organize people. Trash or cash? Okay, this is like a 50-50 kind of a thing. That looks it. Trash. Okay. Oh, more T's. T's for trash. Okay. We'll give you guys another ten seconds. Trash. Holy crap! Trash is taking over now. (laughs) (laughs) It's trash. Uh, Cash. Trash. Okay. This is this is uh, we have we have uh, consensus. It's trash. Uh, let's see. Oh, somebody said cash. Mm, okay. Um, all right. So for me, right this, is definitely, this is definitely a decline, um, specifically for a comfort trip. Um, just for the fact that I'm looking, I'm adding my time to pick up. I'm adding time to the, the drop off. 38 minutes for 17.89 will not get me anywhere. And in LA, again, forget LA. My eyes are not trained at the big number up top specifically not up top i don't care if it's comfort i don't care if it's x whatever it is i'm not looking anything up front up top okay the numbers don't involve me the first thing i'm looking at as a driver 
as a top 1% driver in any city is time to pick up, time to drop off, 38 minutes, then I look up, 17. That is about, that's literally less than 50 cents a minute. I am not working for that. It's just not going to happen. I'm going to try to work for 60, 65 cents a minute. Okay? Period. No ifs, no buts. Although I do like it when, it when it's dropping me off. I have already looked at that. Um, my thing is definite trash for me. Blessings from New York City, brother and sister. Keep on fighting. My biggest problem is yes, we talked about that last week for I don't know how long. Unfortunately, if you're in Jersey and suburbs, you're not seeing because you cannot because then you're going to decline every trip that you're getting to go out of the boroughs. And since you cannot pick up at the boroughs and with all the five boroughs and we all, you have all the tolls and shit going on, that's why they are not showing it to you. And I'm, I'm sorry, but that's the problem that we have. So um, with my apologies, that's Uber and Lyft for you right there. Thank you for... Yeah. All right, I'm going to have to fix that. Oh, oh there we go. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> All right, next one. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to trim it though. So, um, yeah, I'll have okay. to trim it. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. All right, we'll, 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 we'll improve this. But I like this game. Mental, mental exercise. You guys need to get sharp on this shit. Right, <laughs> I'm uh, giving everybody PTSD right now. <laughs> yeah, PTSD. I was gonna well, wake up in like cold sweat now. I'm just hearing this shit. Okay. <laughs> Um, All right, so you ready for the second one? The next one? Next one. Yeah, next one. All right. All right, it's a, it's a trip okay, radar. So trash, we're, uh, which one are we doing? You, you sent me a trip radar, so we're doing the top one? No, no, forget the trip radar. Just show the ping. Um, Sergio, what my, my acceptance rates hovers right a touch under 10% these days, Sandra. Thank you for asking. Um, you know, sorry, it is what it is. I mean, if it was... <laughs> You know, a dollar fifty a mile, sixty-four cents a minute. Like Seattle, I will take everything. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next one. Yep. I like the. Okay, that was ten seconds. What is it? Cash or trash? Oh, yeah. We'll definitely have consensus on this. What's up? Yeah, everybody. I haven't had one cash yet. They're all like tea or cash and trash, garbage. Oh, who's that one? Saying one. Who's that uh, one? Steph and Steph, Steph. You need to come on and explain yourself. <laughs> I see, Roxy did, and right shift dude said um, C. Wow. Yeah, quite quite a few people said C on that one. No, two, three, three. No, it, it's about sixty percent trash, 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 trash. Okay. Um. Yeah. Mr. Gambit, we know. We're not up to your level, Mr. Gambit. I apologize. This trip, definitely uh, not accepting. It's not a comfort trip, number one. Again, my eyes go in morning rush hour when I'm driving, when I know traffic is horrible, my eyes are definitely going to the uh, time to pick up, time to drop off first, 26 minutes for $12.83. That doesn't even add up to the Uber 33 per active hour. So I'm like, no, sir, thank you. And next one. And this is a comfort trip, Chris. And has 475 surge included. No mm -hmm. trash. Get lost. This is 25 a mile. For all the people here, please email me. Your matrix are all messed up. Do not look at dollars per mile. 
it's meaningless. It could be $4 a mile. And if it took you 45 minutes to go three miles, you just made 12 bucks. Yeah, but it, uh, again, it, it, again, your area is nothing like my area when it, it comes down to, to time. I, I mean, I even, even in rush hour traffic, which I would never drive in to begin with, you know, it's a lot faster, especially if you know the side routes versus taking the main routes uh, right. and, and that. Uh, so, yeah, a four mile trip is not going to be 20 minutes for the, the majority of people. A four mile yeah, ride is going to be maybe seven or eight minutes for the majority of people, maybe oh, a little probably. more depending on traffic and things. But oh. for the majority of people, they don't live in L.A. and they don't have massive traffic. Like I get that. it. But, I get it. Again, but, it all depends saying... on where you are, what time it is. Okay. I get that. I get that. But all I'm saying is, I'm just looking at the matrix of the trip. Like, okay, this could be in Nashville. This could be in Buffalo. This could be in Florida. This could be in whatever. If you see that number, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's a, if it's like 28 minutes for 12 bucks, it's a no. Done. I don't care oh, yeah, what yeah, yeah. you're in. That, that, yeah. I understand the the, the the understand the details, obviously. But all I'm saying is train your eyes to your time. And you got to get, okay, if you make, to make 30 bucks an hour, people, you need to make sure you're getting paid 50 cents a minute. That's math don't lie. So all I'm saying is train your eyes to, other than the big dollar numbers up there, dollars per mile, all that stuff. So to me, 50 cents a minute to make me 30 bucks an hour. That's it. All right. Well, this, this next one, is that, no. Well, this next one. Be a couple that I'm gonna do. So, <laughs> well, the, the, this next one, I, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna love to see what the chat has to say about this one. The one. <laughs> this is the one? one that's about the one that's coming on right now. Oof! There you go. This is a tough one. Yeah, this is Uber X shares. So that's all I'm gonna say. Look up and then down. Okay, there you go. That was your ten seconds. What's up? Cash or trash? What? Wow. In a few caches, a few trashes. Trash, trash, trash. A lot of Just trashes now. It is what? It is uh, over X share? No. No share. Somebody says no share. Okay. I thought there would have been more people that'd say that. <laughs> wow. You know, you That's guys can just accept it, accept it and go swipe up and no more new requests. That just became an Uber X trip, right? You guys know that, right? I hope you guys know that. You guys don't have to leave the app on and continue picking up other people, one and drop off and picking up and drop off, okay? Okay. Well, uh, exactly. Defenestrator, thank you. Okay. Yeah, Seattle. If you're in Seattle, of course everything is trash. So let's not. <laughs> yeah. Not I mean, if you're in Seattle, everything that you do, you probably accept for the most part because the majority of those trips, unless it's going somewhere you don't want to go, uh, you're yeah. probably going to take because it's going to be worth it at that point. Yeah. So uh, on this trip, for me, this trip is a perfect leisurely end my day trip. So if I was at the end of my shift of two and a half, three hours morning rush hour, I will definitely take this trip. Although it's taking me east, then I can use my DFs, come back to LA. But for this, with that caveat, this is a take for me. 38 minutes for 30 and a half bucks, take if it's at the end of my shift with that disclaimer. Otherwise, uh, I'm not going to call it a total trash. Um, 38 minutes for 30 bucks. 
um, you know, it's a pretty good deal, man. You're not going to say no to that. And I will definitely swipe up, stop new requests, give this person a good ride on their own as opposed to getting matched. Um, yeah, this is definitely a take for me for the end of shift trip. That's it. All right. Let's get our next one going. Okay. Hmm. Let's see how many people say what to this. This is a good one. It's a tough one. Okay, that was ten seconds. Yep. Uh, Chase, uh, where Chase White? Where are you? Where are you located? Um, because most areas in the U.S. have upfront earnings, so you can see what you're going to make. Uh, you're going to see the upfront estimate. You're going to see the pickup and drop off, Aussie and uh, you're going to have that pertinent info. <laughs> Ozzy's an LA driver. He goes capital T R A S <laughs> Cash. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of T's on here. Um Okay. Yeah, the consensus is trash on this. Uh I like I take it, I'll take it in my city. Uh, you'll be a lot of people will take these trips in their city, but uh, this is definitely trash. No go 32 minutes, 14 bucks comfort trip, including 475. This is, by the way, we also call the algorithm is broken. Okay, you take the 475 out of this, Chris. We're down to, I don't know, nine something, nine, 965, 970. I mean, you, you know, again, you know, people will look at this and say, yeah, oh, two dollars per mile, almost three dollars per mile. Like, yeah, but what good is that? But again, in any city, if I got this trip, it's a trash decline. Now, one thing the if you guys pay any attention to what the time codes are like up top on left, you know, when I'm taking the screenshots in the Uber parking lot in LA last Monday, um, there, I mean, the demand in LA is obviously great. Okay. Now, I can comfortably say, yeah, decline, 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 because I know the next one is going to, there's going to be one out of 10 or two out of 10 that are going to be good ones. And I do understand everybody here that's in a smaller market or rural market. Yeah, you guys will take these because you're trying to create cash flow. But to me, it depends a lot on what the demand is. And, you know, and in, I mean, the, the, the timeline was literally three minutes. I probably got like 25 pings in three minutes. So, if you're in a, in a market like that, yeah, you're, these, these may not be complete trash to you because you got to make some money. Uh, but in my market, that's why I'm down to 10% acceptance rate because they're trash. Um, again, with that in mind, we'll do the next one. Let's see what the next one looks like. Now, this, this, <laughs> yeah, let's see. Okay. All right, C or T or cash or trash, one or two. That 10 go? seconds goes pretty quick, huh? <laughs> that 10 seconds goes very quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you know, we got good. We got good drivers, bro. Look at these. What? Mike Smith goes T, 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 T. <laughs> trash. Mike Smith. I don't know about you, Mike Smith. Okay, Michael Seattle, you're not allowed to play. <laughs> Because everything in our, the whole country, everything is trash to you. Uh, <laughs> trash. You know, I, was, I, I texted Zach. I'm like, Zach, are you doing rideshare yet? He's like, no. I'm like, dude, yeah. you need to get a better car so you can go out and do, yeah. take, care, take advantage of these Washington wow, rates. We're going to see on this one. 
we're gonna a lot of disagree on this one i mean i don't know it's like maybe 50 50 maybe a little more trash side okay all right all right this is my take take meaning i take this trip all day long all day long like you can give me one after the other one of these i take these all day long right and why is that not because it's three dollars a mile i'm not even paying any attention to any of that okay first of all let's elaborate a little bit on this 20 minutes for 11 bucks that puts me at 33 dollar active hour which is what uber is saying that's one two you got to understand the pickup and drop off look where i'm at look where my cursor is at look where i'm picking up look where i'm dropping off okay this is a total of three and a half mile trip okay the reason I'm taking this all day is literally because where I'm at is surging. Where I'm dropping off is guaranteed to surge in the next 20 minutes as well. So my next trip is going to be most likely one of these or a better one. I'm taking this trip all day long, all day long. Like it's not even a question about me taking this. So whoever said trash, send me your emails and explain yourself. Sergio at the right all right, well, let's go to the next one. Let's see, there you go. Okay. Man, 10 seconds is fast. Holy shit. I'm so trained. I'm like a dog. I'm so trained. <laughs> I'm seeing that tennis ball so quickly. I'm just going right after it. Yeah, yep. this is an easy one. This should be an easy one for you guys. Because if you, all the people who said T to the last one, this is a, <laughs> a no-brainer. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, this is consensus here. So it's like, let's put it back up. I, I, uh, yeah, this is definitely a big one. T, T for sure. Okay, that's the next yeah. one. Oh, that's, yeah, this is the, the one we Yeah, that was trash. That last one, $8 was trash. How about this one? How about this one, people? Huh? 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 This is pretty good. This is pretty good. Are you are you all like so trained to say trash? Are you guys really meaning this stuff? Okay, <laughs> let's see it. Yes, no. Cash. Okay. Let's go. Cash or trash? Yes. Redshift dude. Bye bye. Never again. Whatever that means. <laughs> um. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> you train us to say trash. No, bro, I don't train to say trash. I train you to be more selective. Um, okay. Okay. Um, okay. So let's see. TTT. Yeah, it's about 50 50, maybe a little bit more trashy side. Again, just like the previous trip that I showed, the Uber X share trip that was for 30 bucks. Um, this is definitely a decent end of day finish my shift trip for me um and otherwise then no i will not take this trip uh, but again knowing my city and my end of shift trip for an end of shift trip i'll take this all day long with that caveat otherwise it's definitely not in my category now with all this said, all i'm trying to do in morning rush hour although la traffic is horrible and chicago is probably horrible and atlanta is probably horrible and new york city is probably horrible all the big cities all i'm trying to do is stay within 
this is my plan for morning rush hour. I want to stay within a literally four, maybe maximum five uh, square mile area. And I want to eat all these short little trips, eight, 10 bucks every 15 minutes, eight, 10 bucks every 15 minutes. And that's what I want to do. Uh, but as an ender, day and trip, going my direction for sure has something to do with it. I may take a less of it in, in an inferior trip that's gone my direction. And uh, I will take those to finish my day. And it's going to get me closer to home automatically. So that's it. Well, it looks like uh, uh, Chase was the one who had uh, the inability to see the pickup and drop off and, and that. So uh, it says it looks like he's in Arkansas. Well, I guess Arkansas doesn't have upfront earnings. I'm not sure. Um, though. Is he is he in a small rural town? Because some some small rural towns they don't they still don't have upfront earnings, Chris. Because they don't yeah. want you to not pick up, obviously, right? Um, so yeah. But, yeah, there, there's a unfortunately, yeah, there's a few places that still don't do um, upfront earnings. It's based on your rate card, which is your time and distance. Uh, yeah. So it, there, there are different areas. For the majority of people, uh, we do have upfront earnings. Um, so yeah, if you, uh, it's this home of Walmart, 500k people. So I mean, not really that small of an area. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so that should be the strategy for you guys. Corpus Christi uh, doesn't. Weekends, bar hours, that's your strategy. You got to stay in the hot Actually, that, that's, what we, that's what we should figure out. We should find out. We should poll everybody and say, who's got time and distance, what market you do still, and, and don't have upfront fares. Because well, I actually, thought there were a lot less people. Uh, yeah, well, Jersey doesn't. Yeah. I know New Jersey does not have upfront yeah. fares because they yeah. don't want you to know if you're going to the city, especially if you're in that uh, area right near the city yeah yeah let's do that you know what let's do that let's uh you guys yeah. email me if you do not have upfront fares if you're not seeing destination i know most of the nation is seeing it so no need for me to email me saying yeah i have upfront fares send me your city and send me what uh you don't have upfront fares obviously send me your city um then you know what and, and the other thing too the other thing, I'll, I'll post something, I'll post a community posts right. uh, on RSG <clears throat> either later, maybe tomorrow or something. So for everybody watching, if you don't have it, uh, just mark it where you are uh, so we can actually kind of like put a little list. Uh, thank you for everybody in the chat who's doing it. Uh, but yeah. the problem is we can't, we want to actually see like the areas and try to take notes on it. So yeah, just um, email me. So we I'll, ship it to, I'll, I'll ship it to Uber. Let's see what they say. Maybe they have an estimate for you guys when when they're gonna you know release it or yeah. not release it. So no yeah, harm. we can figure that out. Yeah. All, All right. right. So you got something? No. Okay. All right. Well, as we always like to mention, um, with the holidays coming up, uh, the importance of getting a dash camera. Uh, when it comes down to it, uh, Joe will be having a video on Friday coming out talking about a couple of different dash cameras. Uh, we do recommend them. Uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, those types of deals are coming out. So Amazon's got quite a few deals. Um, I know he's going to be talking about the Blue Sky C, the Van True N4. He also talked about the Display Ride dash camera. Um, so if you don't have a dash camera yet, highly suggest getting one. Uh, plenty of great deals coming up in the next few days when uh, throughout the next week when it comes down to it. So please get a dash camera for your safety, for your peace of mind. And also when it comes to Uber, they will take dash cam footage now if 
in the event that they deactivate you to help clarify your story and share what happened. Dash cameras don't lie. Um, not only that, yeah. another thing we do recommend the display ride dash camera. Uh, we've always said that because it is a cloud-based dash camera. Um, so you're going to get it for, instead of $25 a month, you'll get it for 20% uh, off at $20 a month using code RSG20. Uh, so if you want to check that out, you can go to display ride uh, and type in code RSG20. Not only that, if you're doing food delivery as well, uh, they just came out with a body camera. Uh, you could type in code RSG for 33% off, bringing the $30 a month uh, down to $20 a month. Uh, so you would be able to get either one for $20 a month and highly suggested just because it is a cloud-based dash camera, has a lot of good bells and whistles within it. Um, but again, if you're not able to, or you know that you think is too much for you, um, there's gonna be plenty of great deals coming up. Uh, watch Joe's video coming out on Friday uh, and click the links that'll be in the description there. And you can see exactly what kind of cameras in the event that uh, you're looking for one. Yep, I agree. And uh, I have one. I had Honey, one this isn't a replay. <laughs> no, Thanksgiving is coming uh, uh, in, on Tuesday or Tuesday. I mean, we've already okay. put plenty of people on the chat already, so I'm yeah. not sure where. <laughs> no replay. Yeah, I, um, uh, yeah, I have I have this dash cam. I had it for over a year. I like it. And with the updated driver safety tools, yes, if you don't want to use your own cell phone for a year to record, um, you know, encrypted on Uber and Lyft, on Uber anyway. Um, you know, dash cam is always gonna be better than your cell phone. There's no ifs and buts about it. Oh yeah. But now they're gonna accept this footage as before they would be like, no, we're not gonna even look at it. But now they will accept it if you get deactivated. So uh, it's a no brainer for me, I don't know, whatever. Exactly. So look for those deals. And again, wait for uh, Joe's video on Friday and then let's talk about what's going on in Seattle. We had where's where's Michael Seattle though? There he is. Right here, right here. Michael Seattle. Uh, Seattle. Hey, this is this is something that you may want to know about. Uh, maybe not, but it, no. it depends on what type of car you're driving. Um, but uh, Lyft is going to be under investigation in Washington yet again. So. Right. This, is the, this is the importance of having a driver's union. This is not your typical Teamsters, UAW, whatever union. This is a driver's union. There's one in LA. Um, these guys keep the company straight. I've gotten a lot of emails about Lyft Express drivers. This is on the Lyft platform only that they are getting paid 25 to 30% less. Yes, they are. I know they are. So the, the, the driver's union took this uh, up the ladder to the city uh, of Seattle Council. And now, City of you know Seattle and started an investigation saying this may be actually illegal what you've been doing all these years uh, paying less to Lyft Express drivers or Lyft rental drivers which is true that's what they do they pay 25 to 30 percent less and to me this is another thing that these unions do that's why they got the rights they got so get involved in your cities if they're doing this in Seattle the reason they're doing it is because there's a drivers union. Okay, and they have a friendly city council that listens to them. And this is not just this is like we show these all the time that they busted Lyft last time for 10 cents. Drivers got $150,000. Look, all I'm saying is that these things are important when they're look for these things in your cities. There are these unions, drivers unions that you can go join and get your voices out and heard, period. 
that's it. And there goes another one, Chris. They're doing the right thing, and they're going after it. And I applaud. I mean, there's what else is there to say, but it's only happening because drivers are first paying attention, bringing it up to the city council's attention, and then action is being taken. And that's it, you know? Yep. And uh, just, just to let you know what it's like in uh, Washington and what the rates are looking like and what some oh. people are making. Yeah, that, that <laughs> there one. You go. Yeah. So, you know, you know how I've been saying, Chris, for the past couple, three weeks, I've been telling people, send you, send me your uh, earnings screenshots. And luckily, 60, 70 people so far have sent them to me. Again, please send them to me because the, the company where I'm collecting data, companies are saying that drivers nationwide are making $33 per active, active hour, which is once you accept the request, clock starts. And when you drop the passenger off, clock stops. That's period two, period three. That's active time. That's utilized time. That's book time. All these lingo things that Lyft uses book time, okay? This is from a Washington State driver. He's not in Seattle. He's in Washington State. And the, the screenshot that you showed before, the rate card, they have a rate card, right? And look at his rates, okay? $1.28 a mile, 38 cents per minute. In Seattle, is $1.50 a mile, proper city Seattle, and 64 cents a minute. Minimum rates are obviously what they are so he sent me his screenshots you know last four weeks okay so he did 42 trips 20 hours active 1152 dollars and 65 cents and 36 you know um online hours okay on active hour which a lot of drivers pay attention to okay and some people pay attention to we need to do a show by the way chris about which one do you prefer active hour or online hour right Either way, this guy is hitting it out of the park. The reason he's hitting it out of the park is, and and he accepts pretty much everything, okay? And in 20 hours active, 11.52, that's like $55, $60 per active hour. On the next one, 20 hours, 9.72, 45 rides. If you guys are looking at the rides, they're pretty consistent, 42, 45, 51, 31. His average per ride is super high, right in the 2025 range. Okay, nobody's going to get that unless you have these high rates that we just showed. And on the middle one, he's averaging 48 per active hour. On the next one, again, 50 some plus per active hour. And on the right one, again, $60 per active hour. Even if you look at his online hour on the right shot, it's 30 bucks. The other one is almost 35, again, 33. So, People are making money. And then out of all the people, by the way, 70 so far. I have some on my spreadsheet. There's two people that are making less, okay, than 33 per active hour. Two. Okay, and we're going to try to explain and coach them. And one is in Florida market. Florida is a horrible market. And one was in North Carolina. I'm keeping track of all these things. See, so what you sent me is not going to bullshit. I'm putting it all on my spreadsheet. What cities... Per active hour, don't come to me and say, Blue, look at this, I, drive, I was online for 80 hours. I don't know. I'm repeating what the companies are saying, and I'm collecting data. So, Sergio at therightshareguy.com, send me these kind of screenshots. There you go. Yep. All right. So, let's move on. Let's talk about, uh, this is an article that I was sent earlier today. Um, 
And actually, it's kind of in response to with an email that you sent me earlier. Uh, and basically, it was uh, a woman who uh, was driving and, you know, with the oversaturation that's going on, having to work more, um, trying to just make ends meet, as many people are, it's very oversaturated all over the place. Um, so we had a really good boom when it came to just after the pandemic, as everything was opening up, there was a driver shortage. Bonuses were up the ass. Maybe people were making a ton of money. Today, it's the exact opposite. There's too many drivers on the road and not enough rides to fulfill all of that. So this article I came across, uh, which was pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, Sergio, yet, um, but it's basically talking about a Florida driver who is fed up with Uber and Lyft, created a shuttle service so she could make yeah. more money and work fewer hours, basically um, taking people to and from uh, the airport or from uh, hotel to the cruise line. Because uh, yeah. obviously in Florida, there's a couple of cruise lines, locations yeah. that you can go out of. So, yeah. um, you know, the, the reason why I wanted to highlight this is because as this is happening, as there's more people that are online, as there are more people who are signing up, as Uber just added a million and a half new drivers worldwide in the last quarter, um, and it's probably only going to get more over the next quarter. Uh, we're seeing other people come out with different ideas to go out there and make extra money. So she still wanted to drive. So she decided, hey, I'm going to try creating my own little shuttle service so I can go to and from. I charge people $50 when Uber's charging $90. And, you know, I, I'm making the $50. They're spending the $50. They're happy. They're tipping. And, you know, she's making a lot more uh, money doing that. And um, so... Just to put this into perspective, um, a couple of things on the, on the right screenshot says uh, she's worked, she's got to work more for less. So she's needing to work 12 to 14 hours each day, sometimes 18 hours one day to make a similar amount to what she used to around half the time just a few years ago. Um, so she said, I do this for the freedom to set my own schedule, but it's coming at a price. I don't even have the freedom anymore because now I have to drive so much. I basically don't have a life. And then when it came to how much she made, um, she had a gross payment of over $98,000 from Uber for nearly 4,000 completed trips, but her net payout. So what she took, not what Uber charged, but what she took was $55,000. And this year, for the first 10 months, uh, was 28,500 for nearly 2000 trips. So you can see greatly how much oversaturation is going on, how much is hurting people. But hopefully this is something that maybe you could be inspired to think outside the box whether it's driving, whether it's other apps, whether it's something that you heard of that may make some money, you're not sure, but you give it a try. Um, or you just thought, hey, this would be a really good, uh, this is a need that somebody has and uh, go from there. So um, yeah, it's just different different ideas to do things. So uh, when it talks about her doing this, uh, where she's charging $50 each way, she's making between $1,500 and $1,700 a week doing shuttle service alongside Uber and Lyft. So that's helping her supplement more money because she's taking matters into her own, her own hands and getting out there to make money uh, when it comes down to it. So uh, I thought this story was pretty interesting uh, and I wanted to share that with everybody because yeah, something like this could potentially lead to some sort of inspiration for you maybe to look at something in order to try to make some more money while this massive uh, oversaturation of drivers is going on. Yeah, I agree with everything Chris said. Um, I think this, these gig apps are, you know, a step towards your plan B and please have it. May I just uh, answer this real quick? 
Okay, so I don't want your dash cam ad. Okay, I don't want your upside ad. Okay, uh, I want the ride share guys to push for better pay. Okay, you know what? I want to make you, sir, madam, whoever you are, a case study. Okay, and the only thing I want you to do. Okay, first of all, you cannot want me to do anything if I don't want to do it. But let's just take the semantics out. I want you, sir, madam, make you a case study. Start by sending me your screenshots. Okay. Maybe instead of complaining, you should look within yourself and what you're doing, how many hours you're driving. I have no particulars here from you whatsoever. Okay. Send me the particulars. Maybe you're working the wrong shift. Maybe you're working the wrong hours. Nobody in this world, fix the app, is going to give you anything for free. What you put in it is what you're going to get out of it. That's the kind of community we have to deal with because it is not in our control what we make. But it is in your control to study your city better. It is in your control to work as hard as you can. Maybe you don't want to work that hard. Maybe you don't want to work drunk hours, but you will make more money. Maybe you're not split shifting. Maybe you're not paying attention to anything. You're just saying, give me more money. Okay. But I want to make you a case study because I think this is an important issue for a lot of people who constantly say, I want to make more money. That was, that's all they say. But they don't say, I have these bad habits. I accept every trip. I don't cherry pick. I don't know where to work. I don't know my city. I don't know the flow of my city when it comes to demand and supply patterns. This is all I hear. It's in your hands. I'm offering it to you. So Sergio at the rideshareguy.com, start sending me your last four weekly earning statements, just like we showed with the Seattle driver, and we'll see what we can do. But this is the problem. I want, I want, I want. Okay, well, so do I. I want a lot of things. But giving it to you is not going to be that we control what you're getting paid. Now, we're going to put pressure. There's more changes coming in January from Uber. But then, uh, I mean, uh, this, this is like how frustrating this is for me, Chris. On Monday, Uber could have announced Seattle rates nationwide, $1.38 and 38 whatever they were we just showed, right? Mm -hmm. Within 30 seconds, there'd be people saying, oh, it's not enough. I want more. <laughs> Right. Oh yeah, you know so for I'm sure. Like, you can't make everybody happy, but I want to make you a study case right there, case study. Okay, send me your, and I will help you, regardless of what city you're in. I will personally help you to teach you because you obviously don't know, or your expectations are too high. So, but Sergio at the rightshareguy.com. Actually, uh, a future plug. Uh, in a couple of weeks, there's a great behind the wheel that's coming out with a driver, Todd. Uh, who has taken, uh, or Sergio and Todd have had a little back and forth on Twitter. Uh, and I, I don't know, but uh, either way, that was a great one. Um, it's coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, there's no behind the wheel on Thursday because of Thanksgiving. Um, and then we have Harry's coming out the following week. So if you want to know more about Harry, that was a really good one uh, that Sergio did. So make sure you check that one. And then Todd's going to be the next one. But Basically, that's that's one of the things that they talked about was the pay and the expectations and then people, you know, having too high of thoughts and and all that. So I've made some really good points there. And I think a lot of people need to watch that and kind of kind of really evaluate some things there, too. Um, and then Odie right here or Admi, I'm sorry. Uh, when it comes down to uh, take private customers, you have to check with your area. You got to check your state and local laws uh, to make sure you have to follow in order to be able to do something like that. 
So if you want to take private clients or, or anything, you got to make sure you have the right insurances, but you also need to make sure you need to have anything uh, extra that may be required by a city or state within your area. Okay, uh, Mike Anthony, uh, with all the respect to you, sir, every single W-2 job is making less than what they were making five years ago due to adjustment to inflation, period. Now, again, send me your numbers. Let's see if you're making 33 per active hour or not. I'm just saying, just send it to me. More than welcome to send it to me. Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. I'm collecting that. So there we go. All right, well, let's let's uh, move on and talk about what happened to Harry in Dallas, uh, what, I think last week or something. Um, basically, he ordered a lift ride, and the driver came and had a little passenger sitting in the front seat, their child. Now, Harry didn't make any mention of, you know, anything with it. Uh, he doesn't want to get that person in trouble or anything. But the question I want to know is, what would you do? First off, if you're a driver and you have kids, what would you be doing if in the event that you had that? Secondly, if you were a passenger and you saw a kid in the car, what would your thoughts be? Uh, so I'll start with this. I think, you know, if it comes to, to food delivery, if it comes to package delivery, you got that second person in the car and, and it's okay, then fine, so be it. Uh, if you have to bring your child along for some reason because you need to make ends meet and whatnot, turn on one of those apps and don't turn on rideshare because you don't know if four people are going to get in your car and they need that seat. Um, the ride could take up to four people. So that's something to keep in mind. Secondly, um, the insurance doesn't cover you. So if anything happens, uh, they're going to find a way not to pay for it. Uh, there's a lot of issues there. Um, and then, you know, if you got a small child or something that's sitting in the front seat, that also can be illegal uh, on things. So I mean, I don't know this person, this driver's background or backstory or anything like that. I'm assuming it's because the, the, you know, something happened with a kid can't watch or whatnot has to go out and make extra money. And, you know, it's hard to come by with everything going on, whether it's inflation, oversaturation, the like. Um, but yeah, that's something where you got to be smarter out there. If, if I was a pastor that came on, I would be like, um, okay, I don't know what this is all about, but, uh, uh, I mean, if it was just me, sure. If it was other people with me, then that might turn into a little bit of a problem. Uh, but I want to know, what do you think? I wouldn't, I, I, I mean, look, you can turn the app off anytime you want. And obviously, if it was, I don't know the super particulars, obviously, plus Harry didn't know it either, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, if it's a super emergency, I wouldn't do it. Okay, number one, I wouldn't have a child in the front seat um, taking a ride with the passenger. Um, I, I do, without knowing the full circumstances, I don't know. Um, but I would not look, it would not look right to me as a passenger if there was a child sleeping in the front seat of the car that I'm paying for. That's, without being too harsh, that's what I think it is. So, um, you know, I mean, I understand maybe she couldn't or he or she couldn't find babysitting or daycare or whatever. Um, but that's why that's why you can turn the app off and go offline. And, yep. you know, it's a tough situation. I mean, you, you're trying to make money, but at the same time, look, Harry, I'm sure was understanding, right? How many people are going to be understanding enough not to report this to Uber or Lyft, right? And they will deactivate you. I mean, there is no sense but about it. It's clear in the terms of service. If you order anything but a shared ride, these are terms of service. They're not my rules. 
it clearly says nobody else can be in the car. Like you cannot have your wife in the car, take a ride or take your daughter to school on your way to school, pick somebody up and do it. You just can't do it. That's the terms of service. And you're breaking the terms of service, but without knowing anything, um, you know, I wouldn't be happy if I was the passenger, you know, and would I do it as a driver? No, I would not. Yep. Yeah. I, and like I say, if, if you have to, I, I understand people are out there hurting, you know, maybe they're, they're trying to make money to pay the electric bill to keep the, 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 the heat and the electricity on who knows. I mean, I, I could speculate all day. Um, yeah. but when it comes down to it, if you have to drive with, you know, another person in the car, turn on an app that would allow it or where it's not going to be such a problem where you could do food delivery or you could do, you know, last mile delivery, something like that, where you can have another person Instacart. It doesn't really matter at that point. Um, there's a lot of different apps that you could potentially do still to make money in the event that happens. So if you have a plan in place, um, that's just going to be better because yeah, you're putting your livelihood on the line if somebody does report you. So this is the same gentleman that says, I don't want any of this. I want to make more money. And then he goes, I don't want to decline 90. Like, take a look at all these don'ts. I don't want to decline 97% of the chips to make $40 an hour or $50 an hour. So, yeah, you're still complaining. I, I'm not sure. I mean, either you're trolling or I don't know what you're doing. Um, so you're making, you're able to make, so you want to make money 40 to 50 an hour and you know how to do it. But now you're, gripe is with declining 97% of the chips. Okay. I think you're trolling. Uh, if you're making that kind of money, you don't need us. Uh, but anyway, so let's go. Uh, Chase, uh, there, there were a couple of people who asked about dash camera earlier. Um, like I said, we recommend the display ride one for cloud-based, but if you didn't want a cloud-based, um, there's quite a few, you could go on to the rideshareguide.com and look up the dash camera guide. Uh, there's quite a few different dash cams there. Um, but if you want to see what Joe's talking about on Friday, he, he talks about three cameras. He talks about the blue sky C, uh, he talks about the Venture on four and the, uh, uh, display ride dash camera. Um, so if you want to see that video, or like I said, you could just go to rideshare guy and, uh, type in the, um, dash cam tutorial or dash cam overview, and it'll give a bunch of different dash cameras. Yes, sir. All right. All so, right. So a couple little things, and then you have your uh, trigger. Now you, 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 <laughs> you, you got this guy fired. I didn't, but I probably knocked the first domino down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But first, before we get to that, uh, I sent you these screenshots earlier, and I'm not sure if you paid attention to it because you didn't really say anything beyond that. But I, I'm thinking this is crazy. So this is a, a driver in Charlotte. And AWD, um, baby. AWD. AWD. Yeah, so they, they were they were going they were going from Charlotte to Augusta, South Carolina, which is uh quite a hell of a drive there. Um and uh so basically if you look at these two the screenshots, it came the first one came in at eleven twenty-seven and it's a two hour nineteen minute ride or 159 miles, and yeah. it's gonna pay you a hundred thirty-one dollars twenty-one cents. Now, fast forward a few minutes to 11.34. So remember, it was 11.27. Now it's 11.34. The same <laughs> ping request comes in. But this time, it includes an $8.50 bonus, but they're offering you $125.66. So they're actually yeah. taking money away, yeah. even though it's sitting there longer. <laughs> they're taking money both uh, ways, right? They're taking the base fare on this on the first one. There is no search, so the base fare one thirty one, 
on the second one that comes in, they throw in eight and a half bonus. But then if you take eight and a half out of 125 and a half, let's say that's 117. So the base fare actually is $14 less for the exact same duration. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is the wonderful algorithm. <laughs> this is oh, yeah. Joke. That, that's insane. The, that's the, that's <laughs> now, the you know, now you know why the algorithms algorithms are broke. <laughs> that's that's the T T trash category right there. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely for both of them. I mean, maybe maybe if you were doing like, actually, I don't even know what the price would be for that. Um, well, well, assuming look, assume I don't know where is this from North Carolina? You said it originated in Charlotte. Oh, no, which is, which is from North Carolina. I don't know. I no, don't know. you're you're traveling through South Carolina because I'm sorry, I I said Augusta, uh, South Carolina. It's it's actually okay. Augusta, Georgia. It's just across the border. I got you. So uh, look, the most likely, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a dead mile return. So a lot of people will look at this and you know poo poo their nose or whatever. Okay, so this is a mileage dollars to miles. This is not making any sense. Let's say dead mile return. 320 miles for 131 even if you took the one on the left that's crazy it was that 30 cents a mile or some shit that's yeah. bullshit and then even if you okay let's add the two return it's going to take you 202 hours and 20 minutes to get back four hours and 40 minutes for 131 it's about i don't know about 26 bucks an hour i for somebody you know it may be okay i don't know but if you just took 400 you know 320 miles let's assume your car is getting 30 miles a gallon that's literally 10, 11 miles of gas. Let's say three bucks a gallon, 30, take the 30 out. I mean, where are we, right? People make, you know, use this as a good example. This is a business decision you're making here. And you got to figure all these things out in the 15 seconds that you have and that Lyft is giving you. And that's why long trips are not worth doing anymore. And that's why people are going like, oh, nobody's picking long trips up. Yeah, why would I pick this up? Yeah. This doesn't make any financial sense whatsoever. So yeah, and so somebody put in the comments too, Something about uh, an ant would take it. Well, look how much time has passed. I went from eleven twenty-seven to eleven thirty-four. Yeah, but how how many people passed on that? So you know that, that's that's just showing you the pricing from these algorithms are not. Uh, are not I know broken. it's broken. That's why you titled yep. it broken. It's broken. This shit's broken. Okay, Michael Seattle Excel. You how how will this trip pay in Seattle, Michael? I know exactly what this trip will pay. This trip will pay 160 times dollar fifty. That's about two twenty-five, plus another hundred and a quarter. This trip in Seattle will pay about three quarter, three and a quarter, three fifty range. Okay, because they have miles and minutes, and I would take it in Seattle in a heartbeat. But you know, this is what we're trying to teach you, right? Stop nonsense. I mean, look, we can tell the companies what we want. It's not in our circle of control. But if we, our circle of control depends on you guys, you going into your own communities and explaining the shit that you guys are seeing, right? When you see this, it's an auto decline. There is no thought process unless you're so cash strapped that you need that 125 to make up your rent or 130, then okay, you take it and you drive back that mileage, you have your rent to pay and then, but what else you have? You have also 320 miles on your car. And then I hear people like this app, fix the app or whatever comes and complains. And, and you know, he goes, I'm not making any money. I don't want to make any money. And then he goes, I make 40 to 50 bucks an hour by declining 97% of the chips. Well, what, what is your gripe? I don't know. What do you want to make? $80 an hour? Is that what you think you're worth? I'm not sure. But anyway, let's go. All right. The next one is uh, CO, or CODK sells 100,000 shares. Guess what Again. day, though? I don't, I'm going to put this up because, you know, it, the date kind of caught my eye. November 13th was the meeting at the LA office. 
right? Mm -hmm. They announced all those one, all those changes. November 14th, bro, boom, another 100,000 share. This is his fourth 100,000 share block he's selling. Uh, this time he sold it at 50 and uh, three and change, I think. Yeah, that's another five and a half million in the pocket. Again, this does not make an indication of that the company is doing well or not. All these top executives have predetermined stock sales, and I'm pretty sure it was one of those because what he's, this is his fourth, fourth block that he's mm -hmm. selling 100,000 100, shares. And then, um, you know, the next one is, um, yeah, this so, is all. This is, I'm actually going to leave the room for this. I'll give you five minutes. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave you alone oh, with, no. with. I'll leave you alone with this guy for five. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, if if you didn't hear about what happened to uh, Sam Altman in uh, ChatGPT, how he was ousted, and like, there, there's a, a lot of crazy shit that's going on just in their company, and uh, Kyle Vote. Uh, Cruz CEO, which which I've had a few choice words uh, to say. Basically, he he he, or they said he quit. He was definitely ousted yeah. with everything that was going on. Um, yeah. Basically, when you have the attitude where you're going to grow, 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 and you've done nothing but shrink, 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 uh, yeah. investors and the company that you're working with and for, uh, you're going to be answering to a lot of people. And yeah. you know, it just kind of shows you that these cars are not there they're not ready and you know the pulling of what happened in san francisco and what happened with uh you know the rest of the country where they had to pull all of their cars yeah you knew something like this was going to come so when i saw this i was laughing my ass off and uh i think i sent you something i i forget what i, I texted you but i texted you something i'm like ah i'm like Haha, he's out go figure and you know the funny um, thing so, is remember we had alex on alex kantowitz two weeks ago or last week whenever it was right and I said, yep. what was your impression of this guy when you interviewed him? And the guy goes, the ambition, 10x, 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 10x. <laughs> well, a, 10x, 0 is, yeah. yeah, but you see, here, here's the thing. He, he 10x, 10x but you forgot part of the equation. There was a, one last part of that equation. It was 10x, 0. So no matter yeah. what, it's always going to be 0, exactly zero. where it was. He grew, exactly. but he shrank back to 0. <laughs> so... I'm not yeah, saying, yeah, hey, yeah, I, I mean, right, Chef, dude, uh, I would love to say I got him fired, but... Uh, I haven't uh, heard anything from Cruz yet on an offer, so um, I can't say that I was the one. Um, but you know, um, when, when you're saying I, stupid stuff like ban all drivers in cities, <laughs> then then you're gonna have a problem. Now, here yeah. here's here's a fun fact that's going on in Buffalo right now. Uh, yeah. Waymo has decided to come and map out all of Buffalo for the next few weeks. So Waymo uh, cars are in Buffalo at the time that we speak, driving um, around mapping out everything. Um, um, but here's, 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 yeah, I know. Uh, the only thing is they're drivered vehicles. So there's a vehicle who has a driver in it because driverless vehicles in New York state are not allowed. They're illegal and you won't see them probably anytime soon. Um, so we do have that going for us, at least in New York state, not a lot of other things when it comes down to it. But, uh, uh, yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny, uh, yeah. that Waymo is here for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, no, I think, you know, hey, the guy's fine. Well, he quit. Okay, so there you go, whatever. Ah, um, they ousted him. They, they, if they didn't oust him, they put a lot of pressure on him to leave and probably, leave gracefully probably. so he could go somewhere. Well, um, you know, it happens. Hey, you know, yeah. it, it's a setback for GM, though. I mean, you know, they're spending billions and billions in this project. You know what I mean? It's like, ooh, it's like, oh, yeah. And, and uh, for it to not go anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
this definitely is a setback for in general to the industry. I mean, I think, right? They're going to be under more scrutiny every time they do something wrong, right? These cars, not the people. Yeah, they get oh, 100%. Pressure. 100%, yeah. And, uh, so it, it, it's definitely going to put them back much more. Okay. Okay. Okay, fix the app. Please email me because I cannot converse with you here because you're not making any sense. I'm not trolling. I just don't care about all the things you got over to do because, okay, if you do get deactivated, do not email me because I'm not going to help. Uh, <laughs> because then you'll have a review process with your dash name. You'll probably get reactivated. Second thing is because help them with the shitty offers wouldn't have the decline. Huh? Okay, I'm excited. You're just contradicting yourself. You do realize that, but that's okay. So you decline 97% of the offers. You're a super cherry picker. You make 40 to 50 an hour and you're still complaining. Okay, gotcha. Well, no, I will call Barack or Tukai tomorrow and make sure you get paid a little bit more. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's let's go from Cruz and the, the funniness there to uh, some of the. Yeah, these are my um, weekly. I tweeted this out. names. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Cosmo Trying to get back home. Please help. <laughs> fluffy bunny balls. One every week. I'm gonna put up one of each of the company until they get rid of this shit. Okay. There yep. you go. Mr. Fluffy Funny. Actually, we put out a short yesterday with Killer, um, F-U-C-K. Yeah, you saw that? F-U-C-K, yep. that was the real screen name. Um, then it was some uh, Bite Me Hard. <laughs> so this week's funnies are I think that I think that Bite Me Hard was the same person that Jay had who wanted <laughs> him to bite her. Cosmo <laughs> and Mr. Fluffy Bunny Balls. You think that's real? Mr. Fluffy Bunny Cosmo, Ball. Cosmo could be. It's a possibility. Yeah, with that avatar. Uh, I, I would, I that would that give about a four percent probability on that one. Okay. Mr. Wow. Fluffy Bunny Balls is just being an asshole, and yeah. uh, there's a zero point zero zero percent chance. Mr. Funny Bunny Balls, and you know what? He made he or she made sure. Well, I'm sure it's a he. It's a Mister. You know, he put the F and the B and the other blast B on the balls, capitalized so we could read it properly. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> you were running out of characters there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cosmo Kramer. <laughs> How about a vowel? Uh, um, can I buy a vowel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, for all you drivers out there who are driving 12 plus hours a day or so, and, you know, you don't want to necessarily uh go to mcdonald's and get shitty food all the time have i got the car for you here's the dashboard that oh. you need <laughs> oh so it's it's got your uh, nice microwave in there it's got a hot plate you can do everything I, i'm sure the the center console that pops up is probably a little mini fridge so you can put all your food in there keep it nice and cold and then that way you can microwave your taco uh, or cook your your rice or whatever you want to do, <laughs> and this eat that. Hilarious. I saw this. I, I was laughing. This is funny, but you know what? This is a stick shift, though, bro. Because when you put it first gear and third gear, your your hand may touch the hot stove there. There, so no, that doesn't have that much throw there. Well, you're yeah, fine going. Yeah, you're fine going in. Uh, in right. when you got to go into top gears. <laughs> Somebody will do this now. Watch. <laughs> oh yeah. No, the only thing though I'd have to say is make sure your pot is magnetic to that uh, that little warmer there, because you don't want that pot flying all over the place if you're driving around. 
Yeah, you have to do that like in a sailboat kind of a thing. It like moves, you know, without the pot moving too much. I don't know. Oh yeah. Oh, what's this that you put up here? Uh, here here's here's a beautiful, beautiful little uh, reservation request for 220 miles, 215 minutes, for a grand total of 129 dollars and 78 cents, going from Miami <laughs> to Sarasota, Florida. Definite trash, but um, <laughs> but but. Okay, so what's 215 minutes? That's three and a half hours. Um, three and a half hours. You know what? That is exactly 33 bucks per active hour. Yeah, but that's one way. You got to, you're, you're going to deadhead I, it. I, I'm I mean, just saying, I'm just saying, I know it's one way. I know <laughs> we do it. I, I'm just saying, that's what these companies look at. How silly this mm -hmm. argument is that. Oh, all drivers are making 33 bucks an hour. Now, we don't give a flying rat's ass how they're going to come back. That's on them. But while yeah. they're on my platform, and, they're making 33 an active hour. There is the and, and the other thing is it's 250 or it's 220 miles that you have to put on your drive or on your car plus the, the 220 back. And yeah. uh, so you're going to put 440 miles on your car total. And, well, you know, the same person could make $129.78 driving... Uh, 70 80 miles maybe if they're doing it yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah i mean if this is taking you home or something maybe you know i don't know <laughs> or are you gonna go visit your <laughs> if, it, if it's a round trip perfect yeah exactly so i saw this you know i thought this was like precious because of all what's happening with the you know open ai and microsoft and you know all this thing getting executives getting fired and hired and fired and all this shit. i thought this was awesome before we work on artificial intelligence, why don't we do something about natural stupidity? I think this should be our slogan for the next, <laughs> until the next election. You know what I'm saying? This is it right here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, baby. You know, hey. <laughs> and uh, so as a funny, I put this, but it's probably not funny to most of you. So I have a LinkedIn account, as probably some of you or most of you do. Um, and then LinkedIn notifies you who's searching for you on LinkedIn. Okay, Not, whatever. So the top two searchers, searching people that came this week was five, five. I'm like, why? <laughs> and five work at Lyft and four work at Uber. So I have like a target behind me in my chest about this big. So if I get assassinated any day now, <laughs> <laughs> You guys know it's one of these nine people. Okay. I'm well, joking. come on. We just yeah. called them out. We just called them out on another shaving thing when it came to reservation yeah. rides. Oh, there you go. Maybe so they're that, like, you know, God damn it, Sergio, you're costing us money. We just, you know, we if we can shave a dollar and a half off 45% or 50% of our, our uh, reservation rides, we're making an extra million dollars. So, God yeah. damn it, man. Stop, yeah. stop pulling our money. Yeah, I know. I know. So I'm joking about the getting assassinated. Okay. Yeah. Stop, stop it if you guys have any thoughts about that. But thoughts on um, Curry, yeah. uh, it's a good app. Um, I love Curry, man. If you, if you can get in, it took me. I like let's Curry. see. I, I signed up on March of last year and I wasn't able to take my first ride on, on the Curry platform uh, until like two months ago. I love so Curry. it was like a year and a half that I was on the waiting list. Uh, and the only reason why I got off the waiting list was because of somebody else who was able to uh, get in touch with the people at Curry. But beyond that, it was uh, it was pretty good. 
uh, good experience of, of taking that. I mean, the, the best one I had was like, I, I forget what it was. Um, like $60 no more for like no more seven pictures. miles or something. Uh, <laughs> why? Why no more pictures? I take pictures all day long. I took 50 pictures yesterday at LAX. But Dara is just another human being. I don't know what the problem is with that. I mean, you know, but anyway, we can discuss that later. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Are we done? All right. I think yeah. Anything, anything coming up for you, Sergio? Uh, no, no, no. We just keep doing what we're doing. Uh, please email. I'm very serious. Please email me your screenshots of earnings. I'm trying to gather as much data as possible. Mr. App Rides or Pixty App or whoever you are. Um, sorry, man. If you're like that good of a cherry picker that you can make 40 to 50 bucks an hour, I think you can come on to the show and teach our audience how to really do that. Because I think you know, we're probably top 1% driver in your city. I'm not sure what you have to complain about. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, there's always something to complain about. Um, other than that, no, that's it. Relax. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You know, enjoy the turkey. If you're not, if you're driving, be safe. Please be safe. A lot of good airport trips, I'm pretty sure, although traffic is going to be horrible. I know LA, LAX is going to be horrible. But um, yeah, that's it. Happy Thanksgiving. Yep. And, you know, tomorrow is going to be a great day for getting out there, especially bar night. Uh, so if you drive the night shift, uh, going to be a big night. Uh, when it comes down to driving so go out there make some money be safe uh if you want to make sure you pay attention to your airport the flights that are coming in um there's gonna be a lot of people who are going to need rides probably going to and from the airport uh starting actually already at this point already, um, yeah. so you could probably get some people later tonight and uh um, there may be a few people who are going out drinking um especially if uh it, it may be teachers because they have off tomorrow uh, or at least some areas they do. Um, and then, yeah, tomorrow night's going to be a huge night. Thursday uh, is going to be, Thursday can be pretty hit or miss. Just depends on what's going on. You just got to time the market properly um, when it comes down to it. Uh, same thing, you're going to get a lot of people going to the bars too. Uh, and then uh, just not as much as as Wednesday. Uh, and then again, the next really big one is going to be the night before Christmas Eve. So the 23rd, uh, that's always a big one uh, for a lot of people. So. Uh, there's definitely a couple of days to go out there and make some money, uh, especially if, you know, you're in an area that has been oversaturated. Uh, you just want to get out there and try to make a little extra money so you can have a good Christmas uh, or whatever holiday you may celebrate. And uh, Turd Duncan, yes. And then, uh, yeah, make sure you hit that like button. Thank you uh, for watching, hanging out. And any other questions, you know, let us know. And uh, we will see you guys next week right here on the Rideshare Guy. Yes.